Hello and welcome. It's a commentary edition of Do You Expect Us to Talk? I am your commentary host, Chris Byrne. Hi. And uh, joining us is uh, my two fellow cohorts, the regular host, uh, Miss uh, Rebecca Andrews. Hi. And uh, and Jizz Doctor <laughs> David Bond. <laughs> my God, my my qualifications get uh, get more extensive every week. I'm a doctor in Jizz now. Good evening, folks. Sorry, I, I just first I, when, when I think of you, Dave, I just think of cum. That's all, it's, all, it's all the cum jokes. I don't know. Anyway, yes. um, uh, speaking of wank, um, <laughs> we are going to talk about. Uh, Let's watch. <laughs> yeah, we, we're talking one of the most celebrated Bond films in the. Uh, oh wait, no, it's not. No, it's not Casino Royale. Uh, no, it's um, it's Die Another Day. Uh, Pierce Brosnan's. Last we couldn't episode. get enough. We watched it two weeks ago, and it was like, "No, we're not done with Brosnan. I want to watch this one again." Oh, more brother. Yeah, it's it's all the slow mo. I don't really get that. I just, I just, oh, it's yeah. Oh, um, someone, someone who knows we're recording said to me tonight, "Is it Casino Royale?" And I just thought, "No, not yet." No. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we have to wait yet. We'll get there. We'll get there. Mind you, we're about to get. To, I mean, this it, because we commentate. Our last episode wasn't licensed to kill properly, but our last episode was a licensed to kill commentary, which is a favourite of ours. And we move on to Casino Royale next, which is a favourite of ours. So to sandwich this, it's uh, yes, it is the turd in the sandwich. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit sandwich. <laughs> yes. Like from from the sublime to the utterly ridiculous. Yeah, yeah but I let, let, let's face it. I, I'm I'm looking forward to watching this. Uh, yeah, it'll be a good laugh. I think it's. I think what shocked me, Chris, was the repressed hatred on my part. I started off that podcast going, <laughs> you were very well, it doesn't Dave. annoy me. I'm okay with it. It's not good, but and an hour in, I'm going fucking bollocks. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I had no idea that was there. Believe me. At least with diamonds, I knew I was going to slaughter it. <laughs> the amount of times we had to watch that as well. Uh... Mm. Jesus. Um. So. Uh, yeah, should, right, we, uh, should we get a crack at it? So, ba- so basically, if, if you've not listened to a commentary before, uh, well, at least our commentary, we are watching the Blu-ray edition of, of it, so if you want to get the timing of it right, uh, but uh, as the nature of commentaries, it doesn't usually sync up anyway. But If benefit- you are on Blu-ray, you'll run a little bit ahead. Uh, sorry, DVD, you'll run a little bit ahead, so just be aware of that. But if you're on Blu-ray, you should run roughly in time with us. Yeah, but, you know, we... It is what it is. So, uh, um, without further ado, should we get crack-a-lacking? Silence. Okay. Right, great. So, uh, I am, uh, so, uh, on the count of three, I am on initiate mission. So, uh, on three, I will press play. So, uh, are we ready? Yep. I was born ready. (laughs) My body is ready. (laughs) Listeners, are you ready? Yes. Okay. Uh, Okay, so, uh, one, two... Three, right. Here we go. Go. Oh, they're going back now. Yeah. Now sit back and enjoy the greatest <sighs> film ever made. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, no. <laughs> Ready? Not made. Oh, I'll send. I'll send the thing. are things. A little fun fact for listeners: this is the fortieth anniversary. <laughs> well, that's fun. Okay. Right. Well. It... Boston just shots in the face. Oh, this the is going to be a perfectly oh. normal gun barrel with. Ah! Added 3D bullet, <laughs> Jesus. Worst oh. gun barrel ever. 
If Brosnan had come out and accidentally shit his pants, I don't think he could be more embarrassed. Amazing how Cornwall looks nothing like North Korea. Yes, (laughs) isn't it amazing how uh, the south of England looks nothing like... (laughs) We've got Bond That's the Austin Powers movie. What was it? The the English countryside looks in no way. Nothing like... Like Southern California. California. Yeah. Now, I wasn't wildly offended by this effect other than they'd slowed it down, but I was starting to get concerned already at the colour desaturation. This instantly doesn't look like a Bond film. It's a blue filter, isn't it, pretty much? What does look like a Bond film? Yeah, you're probably right. It could be generic action movie 101 or something. So what does look like a Bond film then, Dave? What's the the colour saturation that Uh, you... uh, Most of the other Bond films. (laughs) <laughs> okay. Um, a bit brighter. Yeah. You've probably seen one or two of them. Basically, yeah. without the blue filter, this surfing scene goes on for a long time, longer than I remember. Well, yeah, with no sound or anticipation, it is just a bit. Well, they've hired the guys. They're going to might as well get the money's worth. Me, because it's running forever. The Cornish defence league are out though. <laughs> Oh, that looks fake. Oh, yes, what is that? That is blue screen. Or green screen. Or one of the two. Colour screen, God knows. Totally rad, dude. <laughs> and who are these other agents? We never know who they are. Well, I just don't... Uh, yeah, they've gone... They've gone in... Uh... A little bit showy. And he's brought his portable umbrella. Uh, a John Cusack turning up with the diamonds. <laughs> he, do, he does look a little bit like, <laughs> like an oriental John Cusack. Yeah. He is a little bit, isn't he? Mr. Van uh, Beerk. Now, how do you know exactly you what, 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 what clothes he'd be wearing? Oh, a carriage study, you know. Do you know, I've never noticed that before. I've just always assumed he took his clothes from him. He's actually wearing the He's same actually wearing the exact same clothes. Oh, it's what almost like they haven't thought this shit through. And, no. <laughs> and, and, and also, why does he need to wear the exact same clothes he's wearing? Like, it's, it's not like it's his uniform. I mean, he's, he's dressed kind of like as... Do you think was... he watched Indiana Jones the previous night and just assumed, assumed that, like, all, when they yeah, wear, the it's wear that anything they wear is an outfit if you're going to like the jungle? I assume so. I don't know. I, I think, he's I done think, his research like any good double O agent. I, I think I think it's so purely to establish that he's going in as him, as like he's. Yeah. I, I, this is this is actually generally a good like introduction to a character. I think. This is brilliant. Yeah, Actually, this is very, very Bond villain. He, he does look, his own stuff. Look at his build, his height, and everything. It's just all wrong for what's coming next. But I do like this. Yeah. yeah. So, would, would you have liked to seen actual Curly Moon as like the lead villain? Like, you know, obviously he is. Spoiler alert. But yeah, definitely. Uh, I I'm not quite sure how that would have worked in this plot, but. Um, Safe to say it would have needed a rewrite and you wouldn't have had this. 
Yeah. You may have had, I don't know, some plastic surgery, and then he props up as some Far Eastern guy educated in England who, you know, maybe has British citizenship or something. Yeah. Or, or maybe... I think well, there's so much wrong with this film. They could have at least done, like, no you know... I, mean, I think I'd rather... Sorry, Becca, what'd you say? Yeah, they could at least done, like, Colonel Sun, for example. Sorry. Yeah, I think I'd rather just ditch the plot, to be honest with you, and come up with something else. Yeah, but, uh, do as, something as, else entirely. As the actual villain, like, do, do you think he could, like, carry the film as, a, as the lead villain? Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah, I think so. His English is good enough, his screen presence is good enough, yeah. This actor, if he'd carried on through the film like this, yeah, quite possibly. Plus also you got, like, Ricky Yoon as well to kind of, you know, to... Yeah, you've got, you got a henchman and the rest of it. Yeah, this bit doesn't really gel, I think. It's very odd. Mm. But, you yeah, know, but that's it. I, I don't mind Toby Stevens. I just wish they'd rather just... I think it's the, it's the plot that is the... Mm. My biggest problem with Toby Stevens is that strange sneer he's got on his face the whole time. Yeah, it's a bit weird. I mean, they're slimy and they're slimy, but, I mean, this guy... This is a guy you're supposed to believe plausibly he's been knighted. And <laughs> I, I don't want... No, yeah, you didn't get that at all. No. No. Well, I mean, year, that's, like, that's a different it. issue, and it's that's the one I slagged off in the the episode more than anything else. But yeah. the, that profile of character, even if it had been a much longer time period, I, I just I, there was no warmth or friendliness about the guy. You know, nothing that you could imagine knighting, unless he'd been a donor to the government. You know, I think that's probably what he's done. All his diamond wealth, he's just ploughed into you know the government somehow, and that's how he's got his knighthood. Yeah. It's like rock and roll antics, you know. Mm. Yeah, rock and roll. I have no time for sleep. <laughs> yeah, too busy breaking the sound barrier. Yeah. Right, let me check those diamonds. I build all of once. <laughs> oh. So, so we're saying that. So what's he done here? He's posing as someone who's trading in these conflict islands that are highly illegal. Yeah. So they're trying to get, find out whether basically he's a renegade within North Korea. Pretty much. Okay. I'm surprised the West would even care. Because <laughs> we, we, we've had despots in North Korea. They just do what they fucking want and we ignore it. <laughs> he, he might have well, they probably couldn't get away. It might be because of his ties in the UK, maybe. Uh, he's like poser threat or something, I don't know. Yeah, uh, yeah it could be. could be. Oh yeah, yeah he's got the insider, hasn't he? So. so what is Bond's plan to basically sort of wait till he's close to the diamonds and then blow him? I presume that's hey, sorry? Plan. Is Bond's plan to wait till he's like near, near the diamonds then blow him? Like, <laughs> well, I'm not sure about whether he's going to Well, no, I mean, you know, we like to, 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 to uh, make the case explode when he's near him to assassinate him. I'm guessing that's the mission. Yeah, well, we can guess. <laughs> we get this far and we still don't have a clue what's going on. Was Boston giving a little bit of a pain face there? <laughs> get a little pain face the, later on be, that would be the first time ever <laughs> he's exper- he Brosnan never makes a pain face in his films no Brosnan so isn't known for his pain he, face he, whatsoever he, he, he is grinding his teeth he's like you know he's just got his mouth closed 
Mm. I watched a good Brosnan film recently, November Man. I can highly recommend it. It's on. Um, it's on Netflix. It is on Netflix. I've only seen the, part of it. Not because I'm enjoying it, but like I, I didn't have time to watch it all, and I haven't gone back to it yet. No, it's really good. I can recommend that one. Okay. I, I, I disagree. I don't think it was very good. November Man. I don't know. It just looked very like cheap and horrible and a bit like really. I don't know. Just I wasn't sold on it. There's another one he did, he did um, which I'll, I'll find out the name of. The- it's a better film. Um, anyway, it, it, it wasn't <laughs> Bond. He's had quite a good career. It wasn't uh, Survivor, was it? Survivor, yeah, that was it. I, well, I quite enjoyed that one. It was good where, fun. Where, where, where he's a, where he's like a, 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 a bad guy assassin. Yeah, just just really for that role. I thought it was you know he's playing against type, not your typical Brosnan role. Um, he was having fun. So was, the plot was a bit silly, but it was a good laugh. Oh yeah, plot's very silly. Well, unlike this one. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, this half chase. Yeah. Yeah, this is quite silly. <laughs> this half crash chase looks so fake. Oh my god. Um, I don't. I don't it's a bomb film. It's a set sequence. I, you know, I, I don't mind it. Yeah, but I mean, this is the most expensive Brosnan film by a distance, and we haven't had ropey back projection since um, Goldeneye. You've got some very, very, very obvious miniatures there again. But also, when he's fighting hand-to-hand with Colonel Moon in a minute, it does look very green screen. And we just haven't had that for a while in this series, where it's been that obvious. And I don't understand. I know Brosnan's getting more expensive, but even allowing for that, this had a comfortable budget. And plenty of time. Oh, yeah, because it had an extra year on top of it, didn't it? Which makes you think what the fuck they were thinking in terms of like the plot and. Uh... But then yeah, again, absolutely. But then again, so did Spectre, and that had enough time to come up with a decent plot. I do remember when it, when it became clear it was going to be left the three years. I remember thinking that was a bad idea because it was a year on a bond getting towards the end of their time. I, I didn't think it was a good idea. Mm. But, you know, I think I said this in review. There's some ropey effects, and they're looking ropier with time. And I hate the desaturation. And I do think Brosnan is a little too old. But they're all much more minor than that sort of shopping list of complaints would sound yeah at this point i'd go into the credits thinking yeah not sure about the direction of this but what an intriguing idea yeah yeah i mean i'll be yeah. pretty i'll be pretty happy with it like you know come the post credits i mean like desaturation doesn't bother me but even if even if it did it's like okay well you know it, this is running pretty this looks like it could be like at least fun and it starts enough for like a, a an original place you know Bond being captured and that, so it's, uh, you know, I'll, I'll be like, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sold at this point. I'm pretty much, it's yeah. a, it's a, the thing where it does remind me a little bit of Diamonds is that that people who either have seen all the Bond films, but it's been a while. When you start talking to them about Bond films, they'll mention Diamonds quite quickly because they can remember it. Mm. Plenty O'Toole and, and, you know, that particular Blofeld and Winton Kid and all the rest of it. And I think that there have been a lot of people who said to me, 
over the years who aren't really Bond fans have gone, oh, I quite like the one where he was captured. And they don't mm. mean the film, they mean the idea. Oh, they, go, they go, well, that was really interesting. Or, you know, what, what, what a different way to approach a Bond film. And I think given it gets mentioned quite quickly, it makes it all the worse that they screwed the idea. Mm. Yeah, it's an interesting concept. They didn't quite use it properly, I don't think. Well, Let's the film down it, massively. It, it can be argued that, like, you know, Brosnan had, like, a good run of uh, pre-credit sequences. Uh, I think that's a fair argument. I don't think any of them are bad. I think there's some logical problems with Goldeneye, but they're all good and they're all memorable. Yeah. yeah it depends what you take away with them, really. So. But then, uh, I, what, what, what would you say is the worst, like, worst pre-title sequence, though? What, like, of any of the films? Yeah, of, of any of the Bond films. This one, probably. <laughs> no. Um, oh, See, God. I, See, without the, without the music, I really like the the actual. I was, I said, yeah, stylistically, yeah, I visually, it, it looks yeah. it looks good. But like the, I mean, I I do like Madonna as an artist. Um, I'm not like a super fan, but you know, I, I like I like music. But this, not so much. Diamonds is the the worst pre-title. Oh yes, yes. You're oh right. yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. I think we're right about that one. Oh, we've got the lyrics on the screen. Oh no, I guess I don't. Oh no, I don't. You can say long, folks. Analyze this. <laughs> when we've got Chris here, no one else is allowed to see. Oh no, is, 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 is it, it going to come up with Sigmund Freud? Sigmund Freud. Of course it yeah, will. Yeah, will in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh god, yeah. Is that, is that all he? She, all Madonna could come up with. That's all I she says. I guess I'll die yeah. another day. I guess I'll die another day. So, yeah, Sigmund Freud. Sigmund Freud. Or is it? Analyse anyway, this. Analyse this. this. Harry Bamba worked on the movie. It's, how about that? Yeah, it, it, it's almost like poetry, isn't it? Oh, this is it. I wonder how long it took her to write. Oh, yeah. It's written. <laughs> <laughs> Don't I tell you what, I am a big fan of all the fire and ice and you know these electric shock effects. I think it's really clever. And scorpions. It's quite a terrifying prospect, isn't it? You think, oh, you know, he's been tortured for however many months. That ice face is really clever. Yes, yeah, we're really clever, I think. Yeah, like, I, even I, now, I, I just liked how it actually interacted with what what Bond is going through right now. It's like it's almost like they they, they yeah. shot a scene. And they actually kind of integrate it in the the uh, the title sequence. It's the film itself. Like, yeah, it's like oh, yeah. that's great. This is this is like this is new. This is like something a bit different. It works. And it's all about to go downhill. Oh, it's all going downhill from here. Yeah, I thought it just comes really boring. Get on with it. Let's get it's... on for a bit too long. Yes, get on uh, with it. it. You haven't, you, you haven't got the wonderful it. song to thunder you along through the show. What's that? Well, you know, if you had the music, it would be whipping by much, you know, time flies when you're having fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's pain face. Oh, good old pain face. Oh. <laughs> 
Well, less bros then. Get on with it. Good old bros, you went out on a high. <laughs> you might have been high. <laughs> <doing this. laughs> oh. We didn't know about that. Get on with it, come on. <laughs> like, I just want to surround. We want to get to the quality plot. <laughs> What's that? And here he is. They've had him for 14 months next to the donut table. Oh, yeah, donut table. And they force him a couple of times a day. He's put weight on. <laughs> what, Apart what? from the hair and the beard, he doesn't look like Say what, since the credit sequence? Yeah, I think he's been, you know, it's like, you know, he's gone on the biggest loser and, like, people have been slipping him donuts. <laughs> Well, no, apart from like the beard, the beard and the hair, he doesn't look that different. No. But how was it? Was it like fourteen months or something? Yeah. Yeah. So. But you know, they make they let him clean his teeth every day, yeah. and, uh, and he trimmed his uh, nails and uh, give him a nice three course lunch. <laughs> we fed him. We fed him well. I think it's all the scorpion venom. It's very fattening. Mm. <laughs> he also fed him scorpions. Oh my god. Oh dear. They should have just made Colonel Sun and be done with it. That would have been a great, you know, fitting 40th anniversary movie. Much better than this tripe. Do you think, they've never actually done like a non-Fleming uh, film, have they? Really? Never adapted a film that's like... Oh, they haven't done the continuation novel or anything, no. No, they haven't. I, I really want that to get sorted out. That would just, I think it's a bit of a right snafu. But that, some of the, um, especially some of the early ones, obviously without the 80s fashions, but they, they would really do well for the screen, I think. Well, which one? So, like, like Colonel Sun? Yeah, definitely. That's yeah, that's quite good because they go to Greece. I mean, you, that's if, yeah. If any of you listeners haven't read any, read any of the Bond continuation novels, highly recommend it. Colonel Sun, definitely. What happens? In that Colonel would make a really Sun, good then? movie. Um, it is. I have it on my shelf. So uh, Becca's going to read to us the entirety <laughs> of them. I can, I, I can read you the blurb from the back of it if you want. <laughs> no, it's fine. Carry on. <laughs> but it's, no, it's really good. I can recommend it. So. I'm not going to spoil it, folks. All right. But that would, that would make a really good film, then, would it? Well, I think so. It's quite cinematic. So. This should have made a really good film. <laughs> yeah, it really should have. If you can balls up this process. You know, um, no, premise. You've got at, the, at the heart of it, it's kind of the same as, as what we were saying about the world's not enough. There's, there's a good Bond movie there somewhere in its DNA, but it's just things like poor scripts, poor CGI, and pacing kind of really let it down. So it's a real shame, especially because this was this was. I mean, Skyfall was the 50th anniversary. This was the 40th anniversary film. And it really, there's so much promise in there. It just didn't see the light of day, really. So, just a shame. You can see the pain in Brosnan's eyes when you're thinking. Oh, who was it? God Almighty! Why didn't I quit after Goldeneye? <laughs> oh my God! I quite enjoyed Tomorrow Never Dies. <sighs> Just think, Hugh, Hugh Jackman could be doing this fucking bollocks now. Hugh Jackman, oh God! Well, he's about to hang up his claws as Wolverine, isn't he? So maybe uh, if they do it like an old Bond no, or something, I don't he's know. too old now. Never get enough. Yeah, nah. yeah, Tom Hiddleston, last... anybody? Because last time we got an Australian to do Bond, you know. <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> you know how yeah, they, that produ- went? they only produce the best film in the series. Yeah. We don't want that. <laughs> so that's how to do it, folks. Get an Aussie in. Yeah, the thing is, no one thought that at the time, didn't they? So. No. 
yeah, I was reading online. It was a bit of a myth that um, that the film tanked at the box office. So, so there we are. What on Majesties? Yeah. All right. Well, there you are, Dave. You're wrong. <laughs> no, no. I think it, it, it adjusted for inflation, of course. So. Oh, okay. Probably 1960s figures. So anyway, who is it? So. See, he looks cool there. He, he does just, look pretty cool. Don't need to go whole like I'm gonna go bold, bite bold and pale. Oldy, no. Looks like Alien Man. Yeah, that's never really explained, is it? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's the I don't know the facial well, the plastic surgery. Added, if, if that if that can happen, let, let's buy that like an accident can embed it in his face. But surely, you take that out for the gene therapy. Yeah, I don't know. Well, well they're meant to be embedded in his skull or something, aren't they? What's Michael Madsen doing in this movie? How big are these fucking diamonds then? Michael Madsen's there to chain smoke and do a backdoor pilot to another film. Because this series is just to set up Halle Berry as the very well-developed character, Jinx Johnson. Yeah, for the who, spin-off um, that she never got. Who, um, well, wouldn't you like to see more of Jinx? Because she... Um, Okay, what's her character traits? <laughs> this scene's quite funny, I think. It's just a bit weird because you're getting information by a voice. It's just weird. Um, it's, yeah, yeah, it's a bit strange. Uh, apparently, Samuel Jackson like wanted, uh, well, suggested that Harry Bay be called uh, uh, was it uh, cinnamon buns or cinnamon buns? Cinnamon buns or something yeah. like that. Yeah. <laughs> it was not too good. Definitely him then. <laughs> Is that the one laugh in this film for you, Becca? That's, that's the one, yeah, the one laugh in this film. I mean, the bloody stuff. Oh, and, and the cue scene, so I, I, I like the cue scene. Like this. And then they're, they're looking, but, um, was it looking cleverer than you are? Being cleverer than you look with the cue scene. That's my two funniest lines in this film. <laughs> I, I think the film starts to get really, really boring at this point. Like, yeah, I think, it, I think it, it, it opens up, like, quite strongly, then... Alarm bells start ringing where, where you start thinking, hang on, I'm finding this quite boring. All this, like, all this stuff. I mean, and things that you think about, this should be interesting. Like, Bond's personally, like, like feel hurt the fact that he... He, he doesn't even know what's going on. Yeah. He's been stuck in a cell for ages. He's now back here. He's Left got no lurch, idea where... He's in a room he's presumably never been in. And... He's being told that he's suspected of being a traitor. I mean, he should be so much more um, confused, really. Yeah. Well, I, I, I think I'll be pissed off. It's like, no, I fucking didn't. You know, <laughs> you know like, hang on, I've, I've spent 14 years being tortured. You break me free, and now you're calling me a fucking traitor. Fuck yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. Screw you, y'all. It's like, yeah, well, you know, yeah. It's like, well, yeah, well, what? You know, he's like, well, I suppose there is the line of him, um, like, him being upset the fact that they released a terrorist on, on account of him. He's like, no, he should have fucking left me in there. Yes, look at him holding his stomach in there as he's realised. <laughs> I just can't get over how hairy he is, I'm sorry. You can't get over oh, 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 like, Chest or face? Okay, how hairy he is! Yeah. I mean, you could, you could have given him a shave at this point, really. Yeah. 
But I'm liking the Robinson Crusoe look. Oh yeah, definitely. It's kind of like how he looked when he went to the uh, GoldenEye Fresca announcement. <laughs> yeah, he had a great big beard, didn't he? Very big bushy beard. I was like, you burn me. <laughs> and that voice as well, you burn me. I can't do it. I can't do it. any impressions ever. So <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure Dave kind of like. Of uh, was it? Well, uh, what's the point of being alive? <laughs> oh, God, yeah. <laughs> yes, that's from the world is not enough. <laughs> the point alive. of living if you can't be alive. <laughs> that's great. Oh, that's good. <laughs> So, this is never really fair. He basically drops his heart rate just by by the power of... There's a power of ninja. <laughs> the... He's a ninja skill to lower his heart rate. By the power of mind. By the power of Grayskull. I'm going to... No. I'm going I'm to... Yeah. I don't know. It just, it just would have been a lot better if he just started just beating the shit out, out a load of people. Yeah. You, you know, you know what I mean. What's wrong with that? No, because we've got to, you know, believe he's—I don't know—a master of something. <laughs> a master of something. You don't know what yet. But... Slow mo. Slow mo. Awful slow mo. Oh, that's why, because someone's got to give him a kiss of life. Give him after mouth. Right. Yeah, what, watching this about... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh. so you should beat some doctors. Fucking hell. <laughs> I'm checking out. All for one liner. Oh. Thanks for the kiss of life. Fucking nice. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, I think in this scene you can hear, like, the radio beats from Doctor No. That's quite a nice touch. Watching this without the... About the sound is kind. I'm of... trying. To, I'm trying to imagine the good bits. <laughs> <laughs> I know they're around here somewhere. It looks kind of cheap, really. Not saying it's high. Not saying it was high quality before, but it does look kind of cheapish. Yeah. It's not dating very well. I don't think most of the Brosnan era is, but this, as the most faky CGI one, this is dating awfully. Obviously, mm. go full on CGI. What the fuck is and... that? And what is that the tone? That looks like a set more than anything. It is. That's blue. It screen. is. That's, well, no, it's green screen with an insert oh. of a Hong Kong that doesn't actually exist. It's uh, apparently all the buildings are in the wrong place. Oh dear, really? Uh, yeah, and I don't know what they're going for with this scene because you would think it's meant to be funny, but there's very little in it that's even remotely funny. No, it's just awkward. No idea, me. Ian was joking. Do a credit card, so <laughs> <laughs> just looks at him as okay. if he's dumb. Oh, that was meant on. to be wailing. <laughs> yeah, it was meant to be wailing, wasn't it? No, it's just like, what, what the fuck would Layton be doing running a fucking hotel? God knows. See, it works a bit better because like, then you just think, oh, he's obviously like, you think he's a, a casual hotel owner that, he, that he's known through the years, and then you find out he's a government spy. Um, yeah. In the next scene, so it kind of it 
it plays better. Otherwise, you just if it was Waylin, you'd be you'd just think, what what the fuck's Waylin? Just like, <laughs> what's she doing here? Yeah. Well, replacement. When you need some oh, properly God. branded shirts and to shave off a massive beard with a shaver and cut your own hair. That's it. To salon standard. Um, that's what you do. Now, guys, obviously you both being guys, do you believe that he managed to get rid of all that hair and that beard with just that one shaver? No. Mm, no. No. No, me neither. No, it's, it's not possible. No. <laughs> it's like it, it just it won't it would it would not work. It'll just get tangled. It would it would just be like it'll be useless. You need like clippers of some sort at least to get like to a like a stubble effect, yep. and that and then you probably could like shave using that razor. I imagine, but oh, oh. but it's weird. I've never used one of them like electric razors though. Alright, okay. <laughs> my uh, 30 years of existence, no, no, I use it. <laughs> like I'm essentially just hide, like, hiding in this closet. <laughs> it's, like, it, like... it's, it's your From Russia with Love reference, isn't it? I guess. This film is just so obnoxious with it, though. I really do. You know, we've talked about it with Skyfall and all the all the rest of it, but this is this is just far worse. They're cramming it into so many different scenes. Nice. If, if the if the DB5 bothers you, that's a different point. Yeah, all right, I get that. That's very on the nose. But all the way through this film, I mean, there's a little bit of peaceful fountains. Of, uh, uh, what's she called? Peaceful fountains of desire. Yeah. Uh, that's based it's a good on. Name. It's not like little bit based on the woman from Goldfinger that was just an accessory, but she was there. We've mm. had the Doctor No music. We've had from Russia with Love references. And by the time we get to Q's lab, it's, it's, just, dumped, it's just dumped on the screen in front of you. It's like, is that the really the best you can do in terms of dialogue and reveal? And... If, it, if it's done subtly and, you know, with a bit of panache, that's fine. But when it's kind of literally so on the nose and it's telegraphed <laughs> to Kingdom, you know, Kingdom Come, it's like, well... You need to handle it just in just the right way. So, I mean, I'll be honest, and it's kind of the same with Skyfall. I'd rather they just didn't bother. Like, I don't no. want. I, I don't want to be like sort of like, hey, Bond fans, here's a lot of stuff for you. Remember? Do you remember this? It's like, yeah, yeah, I but do, I, I, I think at least yeah, if you're not gonna do it well, I'll do it at all. Skyfall, you've got a plot that you could excise all the references from. This film is just literally a victory lap. This film is just, look, we've done 40 years. And it's just shocking as a result. Yeah, but the, I think there are other major issues in that. I think it's the, the whole premise of the film is just fucking... It's ridiculous. Yeah. But, I, yeah. I did like the music um, when he comes into Cuba, though, like you saw from Key. That was pretty cool. But but if if you if you if, if this on paper if you like you know you, you set up like okay Bond gets getting gets captured uh you know spends fourteen fourteen years in torture and then gets re- then gets like released uh, excuse yeah but me, then the the, yeah but then the plot ends there yeah but the plot ends there I mean as soon as he shaves off that beard it's kind of back to normal and after the next couple of scenes he meets up with M again anyway 
and he's back in the service. They throw away their premise faster than almost any film in this series. Well, at least at this point, he is literally on like, oh, he's on a personal vendetta, you know. But he's out to clear his name. Yeah. He's out to kind of like right or wrong. He, he, he's actually yeah. We're kind. We're still kind of all right here. Yeah. Um, it's only when I'd say. Well, I was going to say when he goes back to London, but by that time we just saw that fucking stupid, fucking face, Malak, aren't we? Oh God. See, I remember going to cinema and literally just zoning out at all this. Just literally, boring, 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 boring. Yeah, it's quite, the pacing of the scene is just so slow. Like the Vlad tobacco they're talking about, it's just like, get on with it, get on with it. Every, every time you say that, I always think of Morty Python and they all go, yes, <laughs> get on with it. Get on with it. Graham <laughs> Chapman in his army outfit, get on with it. Still, yeah. Well, from the Holy Grail. Get on with it. At least this doesn't look as dark and dreary. No, no this is quite colourful, actually, isn't it? Most really of nice the desaturation does actually go away until we get back to ice later in the film, yeah. <coughs> and then it's back with a vengeance. It's, it's quite bright though. It's light colours. I mean, that's the, that's probably my my two big bugbears about like Skyfall and 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 uh, Inspector. Um, they're quite grey, bluey, you know, in tone but whereas with the, these, you know, Rosenfels are nice and bright and colourful and the same with um, Oh, Birds of West Indies Nord there so that's good um, but yeah, the kind of, the, the colour palette is very much very samey at least with this film it's quite colourful <laughs> Yeah, it's quite oppressive, it's quite oppressive as well but it has kind of like similar sort of colour palette it's very, you know, presses down on you but this one not so much I, I, I think the look of uh, next week is is bang on, I think. Yeah, yeah, I must say that the look um, that it has and the colour palette and everything, it just looks sublime. Amazing. I can't wait till we get to Casino Royale. <laughs> that's because it's a genuinely brilliant film. <laughs> yeah. Look at that car, though. That's an amazing car. I think that's a Doctor No reference as well. I think Yes, I think it might be, you know. Wasn't that the car he was being driven to government house in? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, shit, it's proper... It's meant to evoke that, even if it isn't literally that, I would have thought. No, it's meant to be that kind of... And also, it's meant to be top comedy. We're meant to laugh. <laughs> Look at what he's driving. <laughs> oh, right. Oh, old car. Just oh. stick him in with, you know, the Alpine Sunbeam. That would have been funnier, I think. El Gran Palacio. Oh, no. It's, it's, it's better when he was like Roger Moore in a mini, really. <laughs> or in that little... In a, in a 2CV. Yeah, in that little Beatles thing. Yeah, the 2CV. Typical British tourist. <laughs> Except they're, they're South African. He's South African, oh, yeah. South African. <laughs> this bit's you fucking horrible. I can't do a South African accent. Yeah, yeah. And now, and now, listeners, we're going to lose our subtext filter and hear actually what their dialogue really means. <laughs> subtext filter. It's great. Yes. So, right, you can read read the subtext, read the subtext. The subtext will disappear in a moment. The subtitles, and then Dave can tell us what you really mean. Ah, okay. <laughs> oh, you mean with uh, Jinx? Yes. Yeah. Hang so... on. Who's this? <laughs> Looks like it might be a honey. <laughs> oh. Right up, but cool. Blimey, she jumped out in slow motion, which is great for such bouncing boobs. 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 
I was caught between bristles and boobs, and I went with broobs. <laughs> I tried a new word, though. And my gosh, dried up like. she's so she's so excited. She's coming, getting out of the water. She's dried really quickly, and yeah, her hair's perfect. Her hair's and everything. literally just like <laughs> God. My God, you're wet. Mojito. <laughs> 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 Her makeup's the perfect as well. What's going on? I know. know. It's just ridiculous. I'm just here to shag someone. Me too. (laughs) Would you like me to shake something with this violent up and down hand motion I'm doing now? Excellent. (laughs) Will you suck on me like I'm sucking on this? (laughs) Well, possibly. (laughs) (laughs) Do you mind if I bring a knife to bed? (laughs) Just a small prick. (laughs) <laughs> well I am British and it's very cold there <laughs> I hope you haven't noticed all my silly hair here this is just the producers they're unsure they think I'm going bald well, I don't give a shit I've got fake fanny hair you're fine <laughs> it's a wig and it's actually longer than the hair on my head well, I can, I'll still be able to see it with these won't I Oh yeah, it's fucking it's it's like a massive butch. Really nineteen seventy style. <laughs> Blimey. <laughs> this is already better than the dialogue's actually there. Oh, this is better than the actual dialogue, yes. Okay. So at night uh, they feast, which is basically well, I'm gonna eat you out, is that okay? <laughs> um Yeah, what do you do? What, what, what how do you like to do it? Well, you get a small prick in your hand and I'll um and I'll um well, I'll There's eat no like tomorrow. this. No tomorrow. <laughs> Look at that face. She wants it. <gasps> hang on. It's going dark really fast. What was happening? Quick, let's get to the bedroom. No, it's a scene on. that was too saucy for some yeah. you, What are you doing? You promised me cunnilingus. <laughs> <laughs> Hurry up or I'll stab the shit out of you. <laughs> <laughs> now, um... I'm a bit worried about your vitamin C intake. What can vitamin we do C. about this? Well, just finish me off and we can have a bit of fruit. <laughs> this is I don't, it's, it's kind of I don't even think there must be enough fruit, is Um, I don't know what it is with Brosnan. He can be having sex with a woman and you're still like, no chemistry. He's still got a pain face. <laughs> well, perhaps she's, strang- perhaps she's strangling part of him. I'm not gonna lie, like a woman does that like midway through sex, I'll start getting worried. Like, just pull a knife. I'm like Uh Do you ever do you ever do that during sex? You think I'm a bit worried about my vitamin intake. <laughs> okay, I best have some fruit now. Can't we wait till after? No. If it, if it was like there was a line saying, Oh, this is an aphrodisiac or something, then fair enough, but that was just a random. I think they probably apparently, that scene, apparently they had to cut that scene because apparently the early cut was just too sexy for TV. I bet that's absolutely oh, oh, Bond, bet unless, there was a, unless there was a cunnilingus scene in it. Apparently it was too racy and they had to cut it, so... I don't believe that. No, me neither. That's the first time Brosnan's been left. Wait a minute, great, my knob's turning gold! Where have we heard that before? <laughs> <laughs> Is it me or does he look a little bit greyer? 
Well, he's nearly 50. Well, just a little bit at the sides, otherwise you didn't really notice. I, 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 I don't mind Bonsai nearly going, like, starting to go grey. No. You look distinguished. Mm. Yeah, but on the big screen, he just looks so, old. So, um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, so the... He's introduced as a dick, so we don't feel sorry for the fact he just punched like a random guy. Yeah, really. He should have been introduced as someone with a glass jaw, because like Brosnan has just knocked him out in one punch. I mean, I mean, I mean, really, he shouldn't really be there because he should be arrested for pulling a gun out in public. But uh, apparently, that's okay. In, uh, I mean, in, I'm not in, sure. Yeah, I'm not sure of the laws, but yeah. Mm. But he did literally just pull a gun on the waiter. <laughs> now he went in with papers not photo ID why does he have to like wheel him all the way there couldn't he just pretend he's racist South African twat he's done it before hasn't he yeah has he what been a racist twat I've no idea <laughs> But the film is is has died by now. That jinx stuff was bloody awful. <laughs> Cheeky get. Well, you're gonna find more of it. Have <sighs> to get ready for some more slow mo action coming up. Oh, oh it's when he starts fighting him. It's like why? Awful. Do you know what? I think this scene lends itself perfectly to a reprise of the man with the golden gun. <laughs> Not at all crammed in. Why? Well, which which bit about man the golden gun? You're about to see it. Oh wait. I th- yeah, I think I know which bit you're on about, Dave. Oh, uh, Chris will know instantly when he sees it. Yeah. It's the bit where a grown man's getting a blowjob from a dwarf. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Very yeah, 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 that's it. That's the one. There that's the go. one. That's the man with the golden gun. Yep. Very jazzy. Uh, Funhouse. So much snow, I snorted. And they, they threw a couple of DNA sort of things in there just to like make it look mm. relevant. Yeah, that's, I sound vaguely that, relevant. That's what you want from a dodgy uh, <laughs> um, doctor surgery. Healthy donors. All right. This is bollocks. I've got no idea why she shoots it, but... <laughs> <laughs> well, 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 apparently she's out to like kind of um, rid, like take the operation down, isn't she? So I imagine he's a target. Yeah. Michael Madsen got her to do it and said, "Bring yeah. me back two hundred fags through duty free." And come back. Yeah, why did she shoot a him? Screensaver. His screensaver is DNA as well, just to oh, really yeah. remind us. Yeah, just and to how reinforce. Long did it take to get through a corridor that was ten feet long. I don't know. He stopped in there and admired himself in the mirror, didn't he? He said, "Oh, I look good." Looking fine, as Becca might say. Looking fine. No, so it wasn't. What exactly is this? Does? So this basically just changes your genes. Yeah, and all the time you listen to the voice that you're going to take on. And talk about your, you know, boyhood in Surrey or something. This is fucking bollocks. 
And this fight scene really, really started to like worry me because not only does he give up the upper hand, which you think, well, okay, that's kind of got to happen to let a fight happen. But it's one of the first examples. So that's, what, that's, what, really that's what the, that, that's the face that uh, Sal's going to change into. It's, it's pretty much a downgrade, isn't it, really? <laughs> <laughs> if no, a no. handsome Asian guy to not very handsome to, to, <laughs> European to, guy. To, to completely random... Yeah, I don't know. I've got no no clue what that is. I don't know what that's for. Got your attention. This just isn't it flashy. Yeah, oh, look at this. It looks good. Maybe it's quite cheap. Oh, it looks so weird. And if someone told you the, the side effects of this procedure, you'd be like, no, thanks. <laughs> yeah, no, you thank know, you. For, like, for, for what the for his actual game was, it's like, there's not like another way. You know. What's the point of it as well? What is the point? I don't understand. This, uh, it, in just a second, it goes slow-mo. Yeah, it just goes slow-mo. And it, it goes slow-mo in a really strange oh, place. Pain-face, pain-face. Pain-face, pain-face. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, there it is. Oh, and that punch, that would have done loads. Oh! oh. <laughs> and I best take that because I bet it's relevant. I'm surprised that wasn't slow-mo, or the knives slowing. No, it was magnets. Oh. I did like that little catch, that was pretty... Squish, but yeah. Run! Run! Go on, bros, which way? That, that's almost as bad as in, uh, in, Inspector Inspector when he grabs the ring, just randomly. Yeah! I think I had that mobile phone as well. What are you doing here? <laughs> yeah, what the hell are you doing here? Ooh. Move! Yep, three, two, one. Woo! Out he goes. That would have fucked your legs up, that jump. That would have very painful, yeah. I think he did his own stunts. Bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> they very yeah. rarely do. It's the sort of thing that gets said. To do your own stunts... It's quite dangerous, gonna... though. The only thing, I mean, you 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 might be able. I believe it when it's Tom Cruise because he's a producer, uh, and he's extremely rich, and insane. And if and if he says to the yeah, production, crazy. "I'm fucking doing it," well, yeah, gonna no, it, no one's going to say no to him. But no. there's limits to what the rest of them can do. They can do enough to get scrapes and damage their knees and a few other things, but they don't do this defying stuff that we get told. No. Of course, that should have just bounced off, but thankfully the wall was made of cardboard. <laughs> yeah, thankfully it's made of MDF. This film's And Brosnan, I never laughed at his run, but he goes a bit... Um, Flappy well, hands. His head's going a bit side to side in a minute. It's like, ooh, <laughs> And we're about to see one of the best special effects ever committed to film. God, awful. Uh, Harry Bailey just... I don't know, something about Harry Bailey running in that dress while firing a silencer gun... A helicopter just looks wrong. Halle Berry would have had a go at sports at school because they made her and burst into tears because she broke a nail. Oh. And, 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 and we're not all sporty. We're not all sporty. I mean, I don't, I don't mean anything by that, but that's the screen persona she gives off. I don't believe this for a minute, and I think it's too close to Wei Lin. Oh. To pull CGI, so poor, so poor CGI. Oh my god. Oh. And it's, it's obviously it's just a horrible shot it, though. It is. Yeah, it and it's is. obviously in, in, in the tank at Pinewood. You know, with the fake backdrop of the boat, and yeah, it's it's a sort of idea. It's like 
you're like, okay, I've got, I've got an idea for a shot. Uh, they try it out, and you think, no. And who is that man? Who is that man that we never see again? Who is he? I don't uh, know. A, another, I don't know, Jinx's Felix Lighter. I think Mr. Sent, Jinx. By, sent by Michael Madsen, because then he could get 400 cigarettes through Duty Free. <laughs> that was the only reason for employing Halle Berry, to get thanks through Duty Free. Yeah, well, he's got two of them. He's probably sent a team. No, it's necessary. Chemical composition. All right. I'm sure you've done that, looking at it through your glass. So, Gustav Graves has has his own brand of diamonds. And it's a mature brand, because he's been on the market for, well, weeks. See, all all this would make more sense if Graves wasn't Moon. He was, was like, someone who he's in cohorts with. It would make more sense. Yeah, you killed my buddy, my, you know. Yeah. They were yeah. being, the, the diamonds were being, like, fenced through North Korea and Moon. If it was more and Bond, Bond by killing sense. Moon, has re- reduced, has removed that avenue, that market. And it would make sense of why uh, Moon would be investigated. <sighs> or at least make more sense, you know, because of the, his connections with... Do you know what? If I stuck like an ink capsule that you put in a fountain pen up my anus and farted, <laughs> I, I still reckon I could get a more cohesive script. I think it's, um, it's not difficult. I might try that actually. Obviously, I'll have to sign it just to get copyright. Nice bit of the Clash London calling. That's what we like. Yeah, would have been great in a different film. And there's, uh, we have uh, Deborah Moore. Roger Moore, yeah. <laughs> That's you, can, you can tell she raised her eyebrow <laughs> yeah and she's fucked six women in that short cameo <laughs> oh my God. Wait, we're never going to get Sir Roger on this, you know, this rate we're not going to get Sir Roger on anyway he's busy, he's listening with the Queen and Samuel L. Jackson and um, Ari Walker and uh, Art Malik and, and, um, and that boxer who follows us yeah that's the most unlikely press pack I've ever seen. Yeah. And for no reason at all, I'm deciding Michael Aspel's there as well. Michael Aspel? Okay. Yeah. That's why you love me reference. Yeah. Because, you know, why not? Only reason to put it in. No, so I'm sure there have been a lot more references along the way, as, as we know. But we're just pointing out the obvious ones. Yeah, because that's why you listen to us, because we're Bond experts, so we can point out the obvious ones you'd figure out yourself. <laughs> All the difficult ones that are a bit subtle, no chance. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't do comedy. One for David, one night, oh my god. Yeah, I don't know, I, I, I kind of like his sneeriness. He's kind of very, like, very... Yeah, he's all of himself, isn't he? Well, he's just very boo-hiss. I mean, I know it's very, like, cartoon-like. Like Panto villain, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. But I don't, I don't mind that because it makes you, like, long for him to get shot in the face. I don't know. I do think he's one of the worst villains in the entire series. Yeah. Why would you not sleep? Give us that. Everything is a one-liner. It's just... That's not his fault. Although I don't like his performance much. But there isn't a person who would who would watch this on the news or, you know, whatever magazine format program that they might watch 
wouldn't watch that interview and go, what a smarmy fucking dickhead. Yeah. yeah and but... we're supposed to be stunned when he's the villain. <laughs> well, it's not really a secret, really, is it? I mean, we, we know going in that he's the bad guy. Mm. He's a villain you love to hate. What, Madonna? <laughs> They're graves. <laughs> Madonna with her self-deprecating but... sense of humour oh, and humility. <laughs> Worst scene ever. Parody. Wouldn't be a problem if it wasn't Madonna. It's just oh fuck it with that reveal even. It's like oh look it's Madonna. Because you're, you're bigger than a Bond fucking series. See, handy your cup. Oh, always double entendre. I can't cope. Oh bloody hell! Worst line in the film. Has she still got a thing for being like wanting to be British? Because that, that that was like a, a thing at the time, wasn't it? It's like she wanted to kind of really kind of be that be sort of seen as like kind of like a. Like a, a British. Oh, she did put. Yeah, she did put. She did yeah. put on a British accent for a while. I just think she's a vacuous twat. <gasps> but apart from that, you, you know, you're a massive fan. Well, like she's she's you know achieved a lot. She's done very well for herself. You know, you can't really knock her for being around for so long. But at the same time, she just strikes me as so earnest and self-serious. You know, and she still thinks she's desperately sexy now, and she's not. She's an old woman built of sinew. <laughs> and I just think, like, you you can tell this was contractual just by the reveal, just yeah. the way where she's like, I'm going to do a cameo. And when she turns, we're all supposed to go, look, it's Madonna. Mm. And she's just poisoned the scene, not because she is a terrible actress, although she is, but because she's Madonna. It's just like, what the fuck are you doing here? In fact, what's the point of this whole fucking scene? We get a decent fight, sword fight out of it. Yeah, we get, yeah. It's, it's quite a good fun fight, though, I think. Yeah. It, it, I mean, it is ridiculous, because you think we just destroyed, like, a... State yeah, it is, and I'm not going to go on. I went on about that in review. I'm not going to go on about that again. But frankly, the Madonna, the Madonna cameo doesn't bother me as much as it bothers some people from an acting perspective. Because she's not really doing that much, good or bad. Mm. But it's just this whole earnest, self-satisfied, I want to be in it, I'm a star. And over the years, I can't divorce it from things I've heard about Madonna, turning up hours late to interviews, and if you complain, you're hostile. She has absolutely no sense of humour, no sense of humility, no sense of self-deprecation in sending herself up. And I just think if she'd taken a much lighter attitude to her career generally, on the screen, I mean, she might have made something of it. But as the as it turns out, she's super fucking serious about her acting career, and hence she's seen as a fucking joke. What acting career? She hasn't been in much. She should stick to flapping her granny tits around on stage. Not falling over on oh, a oh, oh, didn't she direct, uh, direct a film that got absolutely slaughtered? She directed W... I think it was called W.E. W-E it was about yeah. Wallace Simpson. Yeah. And it, it got, it got mm. like, the, some really, really chronic reviews. Oh, and the worst film also. Guy Ritchie was ever in was her. Yeah. You know, she seems Swept to have away. a poisonous effect on anyone she fucking works with. In fact, like, wasn't it when he was with Guy Ritchie, that's when, that's when like... His films are relatively shit, and now like he's actually div- like gone through divorce. He's perked up a bit again now, doing like his, his stuff last couple of like. Fine, yeah, fine. I mean, I, I'm not a particular fan, but he's back to being Guy Ritchie again, mm. rather than this like pretentious 
full. He's he's better than that. I don't think he's great, but he, he's better than smug and self satisfied. And I can't help yeah. but think like Madonna can't can't have been the best influence that way. She's you know musically it's a matter of taste, and she's lasted and she's reinvented herself and she's produced a lot of stuff. I'm not going to knock her music, like it or hate it at all. But stuff like this just makes her look so smug. I'll have a cameo. Who the fuck do you think you are? This series is bigger and longer lasting than you. She has quite a long career herself, though. She has. She's been around, what, 32, 33 years now? Hmm. I'm not knocking her music career, but this whole I'll do a cameo. Well, well, her Bond song would... uh... Well, yeah, but but (laughs) fine. But fine. That's all a matter of taste. And it's, you know, some of it's all right. Some of it I don't like so much. But it's just this sort of this idea that I mean, if you're if you're saying I'll cameo in Bond, you're basically saying you're bigger than Bond and fuck off. Who do you think you are? Yeah, as if you say, oh, I'll do you a favor kind of thing. Mm. Yeah, I think no, screw you. And if that was the favor we got for the song, the song's bloody awful. (laughs) Wasn't much point there to it, was it really? Yeah. Oh. I don't know. Unless she's like was really like a fan and want and just wanted to do a song. Can you imagine Bob? Can cameo. you imagine her going? Oh, I love a bit of the spy who loved me. No, <laughs> Donna's not a Bond fan. Fuck off. Uh, fuck off. Brilliant. Madonna's that, in Madonna that, 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 that just reminded me of um, what Elton John said. I think it was like the Cure Awards, where he was like. He came up to to uh, accept an award himself or something. He just went like, uh, you know what? But not a best live act. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> so when did miming become? <laughs> yeah, become. Be, be, well, yeah, become, I, become I know. A good I knew live. someone years ago who was a huge Madonna fan, and she said, "Oh, she's brilliant live." And I said, "Does she actually sing?" And at that point, I just asked because a lot of these acts that dance a lot yeah. don't. And she said, "Oh, it depends how tired she is." And I'm like, well, that's a fuck it. That's a real good one if you've bought tickets yeah. and you're just listening to her dancing around while a record of hers plays. Mm. And you go, well, don't worry, she was tired. <laughs> that's right, she was 50 something. She wasn't at this point. No. <laughs> I must have got I've got to give her some credit for her longevity and, you know, different things she's produced and all the rest of it. I just. I just found it another obnoxious part of quite an obnoxious film that Madonna turned up and went, look, I'm here, you know? And if there'd been a bit of a nod and a wink in it, a bit like the Roger Moore films, as much as that's not really my thing, I'd go, well, I can see what they're trying to do here. But Madonna honestly thinks she's gracing this. No, because she's not. And frankly, she could suck my dick, providing a, but her, <laughs> false, but her false teeth had probably fall. <laughs> I was about to make that joke. <laughs> my joke. Anyway, Dave's ranted about Madonna. About if that's the... finished, she's probably already put it in the steridon. Probably, yeah. How tightly tied back is uh, Rosamund Pike's hair? She was like 19 or something when she made this film, wasn't she? She was quite um, young. 19, 20. She's she got no forehead. Too young. I mean, she's too... Oliver Skeet's cameo is much better than than, uh, Madonna's. Because she's... Well, he's sexier than Madonna. Um, But because uh, Rosamund likes 80 so well, she'd be perfect now, actually. 
She'd be perfect for Bond girl now. Yeah, she would, I guess, yeah. Traditionally speaking, she's on the old side. I'm not saying that's the way I think at all. I've been to that door. But it is rare that they cast women at 37. Yeah, she, I mean, she still looks good. She's one of these. She's, she's got, got, sort of, she's got think, a classic I, beauty about her. I don't think. I, don't think, I, I think even. I don't think she's changed that much over the years either. No, no. She hasn't. She looks subtly older. I mean, she doesn't look 23 anymore. But at the same time, she kind of looks the same. It's like you know, um, I could kind of if you told me she was. Uh, it's, it might, might sound a bit of a dig, but it's not. But if uh, if you told me she was twice 29 in this. I wouldn't have a hard time believing you. Oh, I would. I think she looks way okay. younger. But yeah, yeah, it's a matter of opinion. She is she is fairly timeless, actually. And I think she'll continue to age really well. There you go, Dave, you can do your bros impression. You burn me. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> in a minute, in a minute. I think he was doing a Timothy Dalton impression. Because it comes out a bit Welsh. <laughs> it was Irish break. You burn me. <laughs> and now you want my help. <laughs> I, I, I think I think it's there in the uh, it says like uh, it's not worth living if you can't feel alive. Can't feel alive. <laughs> yes. Oh dear. This this uh, style is one line heavy. There's a point in this. There is a point in this conversation where she's trying to say that. I didn't have the luxuries of acting alone in the way that you do. But it's not really transmitted in the dialogue we're given. No. He complains and she kind of brushes it off and that's it. She's like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, get on with it. Do it's your job, that's what you're paid to do. Do you want your job then? <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much. E- even though, like, uh, what have you done? Who are you? I mean, really, this film from this point on, knowing James Bond, should be like... Um, Bond at Pitt's Gloria in Honor Majesty's Secret Service. He should just be banging women like there's no tomorrow. <laughs> I've got 14 months to catch up with. Get on with it. Yeah, I don't mind the idea of Bond kind of being wounded and being like a bit like, like damaged. No, I mean, he's nor do I. Find his game, but but then again, yeah. I mean, it's it's just not. They will handle it, so they don't have the confidence to go through that. Yeah. Okay, I have a job back now. Hey. Yeah, that's that's alright. I mean, I'm not quite sure what he's actually done to earn that, but... No, it's very weird. He's fucked Halle Berry. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, Jesus, you've done some celebrities, that's good. This is quite a cool sequence. I had Madonna handle my tip. <laughs> he hasn't. He hasn't gone into detail. <laughs> For Queen and Honest officer, I was just cleaning it and it went off. Ba-dum-tsh. Oh, they kill Money Penny. Oh. No, they don't kill. Oh, no, no, not yet. Isn't... No, 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 he's right. She's already dead here. This isn't real, folks. This is this just the first intro to it. We haven't seen Money Penny at all. No. We saw it briefly. Wasted in this film. I'm pretty sure oh. I saw this that scene in the Mission Impossible movie around the same sort of time. What was Brosnan and Moneypenny doing in that film? No, no. How does just this that... even work with glasses? It's weird. It was like um, Oculus Rift, but 10, 20 years ahead of its time. But how does Moneypenny manage to get fucked by him with them? <laughs> and get her buttons Magic. undone? Magic. And have to lay on the floor. This is weird. Magic. 
like, how do, you, how, how do you write that programme? Oh, just don't think about it too much. <laughs> well, clearly, <laughs> well, clearly the writers didn't. <laughs> no, they didn't at all, no. And what's he doing? Walking through the glasses there? I don't know. He's kind of walking around the arena. Actually, no, that's just, that's just like a circle. It's quite a small arena. So here we go, you've got the Akashar jet, you've got the... You have to literally be walking on the spot. Yeah. You've got the stick case. Go. And there's stuff they wouldn't have. Shoe. I mean, yeah, at exactly. the point where he kills, the like, the violin, when he kills Rosa Kleb, oh, yeah, like fucking knicker shoe. Take her shoe. Yeah. No, oh, I love that. There's probably a pair of her knickers hanging on the wall. Oh Jesus! Why not? <laughs> oh yeah, there's the crocodile from uh, your favourite. Yeah, and again, did did Roger Moore carry that back? Explain <laughs> that away at fucking baggage <laughs> check-in. Let's bring my crocodile back. Yeah. And you've got the rape recording in the background. And he needs his eyes protected, but Brosnan doesn't. Because he's got no. bulletproof eyes. <laughs> bulletproof eyes. <laughs> this film is a total bag of wank. <laughs> it's a shambles, isn't it? I know. Like, it's the funniest line in the whole movie. I actually quite like that gadget, actually. What, the glass thing? It's like yeah. ring. That's yeah. right. There's the plane from Octopussy behind yeah. them, which yeah. I've, on the, the countless viewing I'd never actually noticed before. No, I literally just spotted it there. 20th watch. 20th. 20th. <laughs> what film it. number's this, guys? 20th. That's fun, folks. <laughs> well done. Fun fact. You don't say. You've been down here too long. Oh, God. Worst fun car have, ever. I would have loved if you just headed off to Iceland with that fucking thing. Have a joke about my work. Just watch it sitting there. Yeah, this is a big. Uses it as a big sled. Yeah. Well, you know, at least John Cleese. Do you know what I would do with that gadget? Right, you got John Cleese stood at the back, and he moves his leg, and it forms this massive leg over the front of the car. I would. Oh yeah. I would just head to a place with a lot of females, stand at the back of the car, and wave my knob around. Yeah, like the, the idea of the technology behind the car as well it's probably about 10 years too soon yeah to be honest I think I may I don't know if I said this in review or not this is the least of my problems with this film the way they the way they employ it and the inconsistencies are really bad and it's like what should we do with this invisible car drive it over snow that is dumb <laughs> but are you You've got a there is, it's entirely possible that a very good Bond film could have an invisible car in it. It wouldn't kill it to me. And this is the bit I used for the trailer on the review. Yeah. Like the fuel um, situation? Yeah. Um, that is that is trailer dialogue. I think it probably was in the trailer of the original film. I, think I mean, it must be. Because, I mean, if someone said to me, what do you make of and named a colleague, you'd go... Oh, he's really good, or no, I'm not sure about him. I, it wouldn't go, he'd light the fuse under any explosive situation. No, you might say... A real he, person I, would never say that. You might say he could be a danger to himself and others, to be honest with you. I could imagine go, he'd light the fuse that. on any explosive situation? Yeah. <laughs> Nobody speaks like that ever. I know. <laughs> I do wonder what the Judy Dentures of this world thought when they read the script. Oh, bless her. 
I mean, she she does seem to have some quality control, doesn't she? I don't know. She's probably just thinking, paycheck? Okay. Uh, <laughs> I like a delivery of that line. That's quite good. This is quite a cool scene. Let's spit up. No, it's not. That's one bit. That's one bit. Oh, that I like. hate it, hate it, hate it. <laughs> it was cheesy. So I liked it. Uh, I just hate it. It's just look at me, look at me, look at me. No. Yeah, a bit of a travel sick. <laughs> mm. That's awful, bad CGI. Oh my god. And again, that ice palace, and it Shit. is terrible on the big screen. It's basically the. Um, it's basically. Um, was it Atlantis? Is that what um, is? Uh, what was it called? Spy from, Love. From Spy, yeah, Atlantis, yeah. Yeah, that is the shape of Atlantis. Everything is a fucking nod. And now we got one of the worst lines in the film. Mr. Kill isn't late name to die for, bloody hell. Wasn't that, um, he's meant to be oh, kind of like odd job, isn't he? Kind of. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I think so. Whooshing. Whooshing, really? This is also bad CGI. And as Chris said, you can be a top sportsman if you can just press your foot down hard. Yeah, that's it. That's how to do it. But Brosnan presses his foot down harder. <laughs> Much harder. Yeah. Just realise he's quite freckly. Yeah. So I just, just noticed that. The clearness on Blu-ray, folks. So I never really understood, like, okay, so this place is made of ice. How the fuck is it functioning? How, how come everyone's not slipping over everything? There are, apparently, I, this is where we could get called out, because there are ice hotels, apparently. I don't know how they work. I don't know if you've got electronics in the door in the same way. I don't know much more than it is based on a genuine thing that exists. So, again, it's not my problem, except that they appear to be on the 007 stage. It's all very dry ice and music video and mm. fake. It, it's just, I don't like the look of this film very much. Just mentioning another podcast briefly, now playing which is an excellent podcast, anyone listening, give them a go. And they've been going since early 2009, So they've produ- and they've done a weekly podcast virtually all of that time. There's Prince so Cameo? There's, oh, no, it's Harry Bowie, sorry. There are an awful lot of episodes <laughs> out there for, for you to listen to. Um, and when they reviewed the Bond series, one of their three really liked Die Another Day. And the thing he liked about it was the visuals. And... Actually, it w- it was pointed out that a lot of the visuals were done by the team that worked on the Star Wars prequels, and he's a big Star Wars fan, and that's what he's revo- that's what he's responding to. And when you think how fakey and shit and CG the Star Wars prequels are, you're looking at the same aesthetic. And I don't know why Jinx is there. I really do not know. <laughs> Add some sparkle to the evening. Thrust. Add some thrust to the evening. Thrust. That's the one. I think I got the thrust of it. I don't know. Well, she obviously she's How there. Actually, yeah, she's there investigating graves, isn't she? Or, I mean, that's why she's all involved in this shit. I don't know. Yeah, we, we, yeah, we do. Well, she's NSA, isn't she? But we don't find that out until later then, on. So. And here's Darth Maul. There he is, yes. Turn around, it could be Ray Park. Sorry? So there's Looks Darth, Darth Maul. Maul. I thought you meant literally. I thought, where's Ray Park? <laughs> yeah. There he was, but you didn't see his face. 
He'd be good in the Bond film. Yeah, he would. I don't want to give him like a henchman role. Like, he could be a villain. Well, you'd have to dub him. Have you heard his voice? Well, yeah, but he could not have to talk. No, I guess not. He'd just like literally just be like. What, why would you design it even remotely like that? The visual design of this film is horrible. And here we get the sneer. We start yeah. getting the sneer. Yeah, because he's never sneered. Well, obviously, his old genes changed now, so it's. Mm. Well, there, that sneer yeah. there. I know. And also, when I think of and also it's nice thing actually that. giving him a scar as well around his forehead. Yeah, that's a bit weird as well, isn't it? I thought they are going to kiss. Sorry. The, the thing is, though, like... It is a little bit homoerotic, actually. It is a little bit, isn't it? It could have just been Dyke, like... Uh, is it it could have been Dyke. I said homoerotic <laughs> and you went, it could have been Dyke. No, he's... he's um, <laughs> I was, I, was, I was trying to think of his name. Is it Zano? Is, is, is Zano? Who are you talking about? Uh, no, um, Rick June. Zao. Zao, yeah. Um, he, he could have just Big been... Big Bang Theory. That's a terrible fucking line. Ooh. Anyway, sorry, Chris. I didn't need yeah, to talk he, over he, that. He didn't need to go for that gene therapy. In, in the script, what? In the script, he could have just been just flat out disfigured from the explosion. What is the point of Zao going through it at all? Yeah. I don't know. Just because I mean, it's almost, as Graves found out, he's a massive fanny magnet now or something. <laughs> and he's rung up Zhao and gone, God, you could get loads if you just went through it. I mean, there's no earthly reason at all. I mean, all. like, I, I, I imagine... He's it's already to... turned up partway through the therapy. So it's nothing to do with those two being seen together, because he's still ostensibly Zhao at the moment. I've, I've always thought it's just to, so he's not disfigured with the diamonds and that. That's still the only thing I'd... I thought they were doing. But, anyway. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming he's probably like a wanted terrorist, so... That know. is horrible CG. That is really horrible CG. It's really CG. poor, isn't it? Yeah. Quite a CG as well. Oh, I know, I know it's only 2002, but they were doing better you know, than I've... this. I appreciate uh, all the well, work and the craftsmanship that goes into it. But. 2002 was pretty shitty. Well, you had the two towers that year, and I know Gollum doesn't look massively high resolution these days, but it was better than this. I think, yeah, I think Gollum was the only decent thing around it. So. Oh, I can't remember what else was released that year, to be honest with you. But uh, Well, episode two was released this year, and there was a lot of poor CG in that. But they also oh, yeah, had commit. They also had Camino, and it looked better than this, and it was a cheaper film than this. Um, I just think if you can't do it, don't do it. On the one respect, and again, that's a sort of nod to other podcasts I've heard say similar things, but it's just like, if you can't do it, do someone else. If you can't do do it well, don't do it at all. Moonraker looked better than that in 1979. Yeah. Oh, wow. Easily. Moonraker was not an ugly film, though. Whatever its flaws, it looked good. And I love his demonstration is, look at me nearly fucking blind you. Yeah, literally. <laughs> everyone, everyone else is wearing sunglasses apart from Halle Berry. Mm. Yeah, because they yeah. all look stupid. <laughs> it's like, 
But okay, your guys all just remember the eclipse back in 1999. Is that those glasses that they gave you towards? <laughs> like wrap around sort of specs. I was thinking it was 3D glasses you wear at home, Max. Yeah, that's true, actually. Yeah, the great big ones that mm. are like ski goggles or something. None of this makes sense now. The consistency on the way this car is used. I think, I think that door actually opened a little bit before he swiped <laughs> the card. Yeah, because you can't hear a car creeping up on you, do you? Can you? No, you'll see those tyre tracks. But forget it, even if it was electric and silent. Look at it. You can still see the tracks in the snow. I know. Ridiculous. Um, Ridiculous. So that, that's not consistent from one scene to the next. But you've no. got the bit in the minute where Frost pulls him aside. And you think, why? You're only going to try and kill him in the fucking morning anyway. It makes no narrative sense. It was just to add a scene where we can have him behaving like a smarmy old man, just in case we miss Roger Moore. Smarmy old man. It's, it's not as old as Roger, though. Put your back into it. Oh, what a horrible line. It just looks... I mean, him... Well, before then, him getting... Do you, believe, that, do you believe that's a location? No. That might be, but you know what I mean. There's a set. That, that's well, it's all a set. Well, no, a lot of it was shot at the Eden Project. Down this way. Who is this man? Another henchman? Who is he? Oh, he's just like the scientist guy. I know, but it's just like... Really random. No, he's just, he's just like another... character. <laughs> there you are. Another character. Yeah, another, another character, yeah. Random henchman number two. I, I always love how fake snow looks. It just looks like frosted flakes. It's like it's very powdery, I'm... isn't it? <sighs> but it's, but it's but like that in every again, film, and it's difficult to get. You right, can so. do better than this. I'm sure you can. I've seen films with snow in it where it's not obvious it's a set and everything, it's and I can't snow. believe it's always snow. This is just piss poor. Is he turning the valve the wrong way? Don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to care. <laughs> Intruder alert. He even did a bit of even did a bit of pain at Jurassic Park. Even did a bit of pain face there as well. He did. Um, they've been stood there a very long time. Have. What have they been talking about all that time? Not a lot. Football scores. He's going to play the next one. Kill. Mm. Uh... Why do you have a stupid name? Jasmine in German. Why are they German? They're in Iceland. And we've got an in, in, international crew. So. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. I find this scene fucking horrible. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm talking I, about I, I, I don't know why they weren't all Korean. <laughs> you know, were you surprised? He was like, no, it's not going to work. No. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I left ages ago. <laughs> she loves it. Yeah, she just wants to quit uh, a cookie. Yeah, just a quick, quick snuggle button. Yeah. What a taster bond. This is pretty cool, look. This is quite slinky. Woo. Is it? I, I think it looks, it looks cool. Yeah, but she's fucking bollocks at this. Everything she tries goes wrong. Yeah, it's a shame, That's but I think it, it, it looks cool, though. I just think, I think at the time, I mean, it's less so now, but at the time... It's only five years after Die Another Day. Uh, sorry, this is Die Another Day. I mean, Tomorrow Never Dies. And by the time it came up on home release, it was only about four years before this. And yeah. you had Waylin in it. And when they started talking about films with her in it, I'm thinking, really? 
We've just had Waylin, who was good at this shit. Mm. Yeah, that's what I mean. Just, just think how worse it would have been if they got Waylin to, to come in and cameo. Just would have been like, why don't you What, see? in the same film, just a reminder. <laughs> just, Do you remember this of, woman who was really fucking good? <laughs> just before you meet Halle Berry, here she is. When, when did she do Catwoman? Because that was terrible. Catwoman was 2004. Oh, bloody hell. That's the one she wore the Raz- uh, won the Razzie for. She won the Razzie for, yeah. To anyone listening, go and look up, um, I mean, I don't know the best search criteria, but the obvious suggestion would be Halle Berry Razzie speech. Um, because she turned up in person to receive her Razzie, and she made fun of her own Oscar speech where she did cry her eyes out. Yeah. And she, she pretended to be really, like, emotional about the um, the award. And it's really funny. And it's really self-deprecating. And whether you like or hate Halle Berry, and particularly if you don't like her, this may sort of change your mind on her a bit. Not as an actress, but in terms of how seriously she does or doesn't take herself. She knows when she stars in shit. I think I think a lot of actors do, really. It's just like when they're allowed to kind of like admit it, really. It's just or because I, I think so. Sometimes they can star in like films that they think are crap, but they have a relation. They, they they make friends in the business, and they don't want to sort of like blast like the the what what their fellow friends have, have made. So it kind of like oh, you can kind of come back to hot like damage their career, so to speak. Pointless slow mo. Pointless slow mo. But yeah, uh, utterly pointless. I I I agree. Yeah. I, 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 I agree. I like. I don't like. Uh, no matter what your problem with Halle Berry is, and she's not very good. You know, it is evident that she at least wants to be there. She's not just like here, just picking up like a paycheck. She she really loved playing this, yeah. and she worked really hard. Controversial line coming up. Um, your mama. <laughs> yes. Controversial line. Uh, shit's the word you're looking for. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, it was quite controversial at the time, though. Was it? Yeah, it's just that. Uh, yeah, I'm not gonna look. look, look, look no, look there was a yourself. controversy in that there was a big argument between those who thought it was a really shit line with no place in a Bond film, <laughs> and those who thought it was a quite fucking... shit with no place in a Bond. Film. <laughs> I cannot believe this same actress made Monsters Ball the year before. Because I never thought she had any particular talent, and I've seen nothing since this film. It's still in the X Men movies. But Monsters Ball was fucking brilliant, and yeah, she, she was. Yeah, she's, so not, she's not very good in the X Men films either. She's crap no. in the X Men films, although she's not given a lot to do. Yeah, and and, she, and it's kind yeah, of that, yeah, that's, not, that's not her fault. Mm. Oh, oh, by talking about Razzie's and Oscars, do you see um, Sandra Bullock Oscar speech? Uh, Sandra Bullock. Was the one, I, I think you've mentioned it in the past, Becca, where um, yeah, I think you said Halle Berry got both in the same year. You're thinking of Sandra Bullock. I think of Sandra Bullock, yeah. She, she got won, the Oscar in the, the Oscar, same year. She won the Oscar for what, bl- The Blind Side and the yes. Razzie for what and about she got the for... something. And she yeah. turned up to collect it. With the um, Oscar. She, she wasn't as funny as uh, Halle Berry's speech, no. but I've still got full respect for those who do it. If no, you can take all the plaudits, yeah, you can take the brickbats as well. Yeah, yeah you got to do both, really, haven't you? But yeah, of course, yeah, I remember Halle Berry, when she got the Oscar, then she found out while she was filming this, uh, down of the day. Mm. And then, obviously, she won the Razzie for Catwoman a couple of years later, so. Yeah, didn't she, well, like, yeah. turn up by and gave everyone, like, a DVD of what about Steve? <laughs> but to be honest with you, but I know she, I know Halle Berry, that, that stuff with her coming out of the water was filled. That laser doesn't move. 
No, By it doesn't. It's static. Not until he gets there, then it moves a bit. <laughs> it's and a little bit. Moving, and then moving. they switch on another... Slowly. Yeah. Very slowly. The, yeah. Keeps resetting. Yeah, the well. necessary slow-moving mechanism. <laughs> yeah, slow-moving mechanism. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the laser in Goldfinger moves. Like, I, yeah, I, I want to know what the setup of here is. Like, what's the? Surely, like health and safety had a field day with oh. this shit. I mean, there is no health and safety, Jesus. It's like, okay, what, what are these lasers actually meant to be for, and, and what they're meant to be cutting, and surely there's restrictions on where they need to what be. What days? I have to go. I used to be. Hello. Yeah, Oops, so apparently, apparently this is going to be like what was originally offered to for Michael Madsen. Oh dear, he oh, dodged uh, a bullet. The Mr. Kill. Well, dodged yeah. a laser, more like. But... Yes, he, a laser. he ended up gracing so, so much better apart. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, Michael Madsen should have just filmed Stuck in the Middle with You, cut that gear, our guy's ear off, then retired. He has quite a gruesome death, though, I think. Laser to the face. Oh, it's a stupid scene, though. It's it's supposed yeah, it's to be silly, a gold finger reference. No idea about oh, tension oh. or like how to build this. It's it just, to the brain. It's just the idea that, like, um, if something is tense, four times that amount will be tenser. No idea of less is more, and I've got to put that at the director's feet because you just think, no, you've. You've just completely fucked this scene up for no reason at all. She's got a laser going at her neck and a henchman there ready to kill Bond. There's enough elements there to do that. See, it could have just been a... It could have been like a flat really good fist fight. Could have choreographed just like a decent sort of... Mm. Yeah, and the thing is, the fist fight is already keeping them busy while the laser's going towards her neck, yeah. and Bond's in a race against time to beat him. Yeah. Instead, they switch that laser off and then fight amongst lasers, which is really stupid. Like you're saying, Chris, they should have just done a really well-choreographed fight and just be done with it, get rid of the lasers. Yes, but the ticking, the ticking clock is the laser's still going at Jinx. No, so that's, it what, really, that's the way you do it. It doesn't make it more tense though; it's just ridiculous. No, it makes it more tense if he's in a fist fight he's got a and he's got to end. He's got to end that fight quick enough to stop that laser. Yeah, quick enough. Yeah, it doesn't work though for me. Like well, this the, the things, all, all those lasers flying around. You look at that thing. How can you possibly attempt to try and dodge all that? I really hate how. Uh, I hate how he delivers that line. It's like they've done another day. It's just like you're so bored. God. I think he's got two scars. Oh, yeah, it's got one on the side, one at the front now. Do you think Gene right. Ferry would... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some... Don't question it. Don't question it, guys. This is no. art. He's been having gene therapy, but obviously not plastic surgery. So, didn't work that well. Forgive me for being dumb, but is that actually genuine scars off to, on Toby, Ske- Toby Stevens, or is that, like, put in for the film? I don't know. I couldn't tell you. I, yeah, I don't know. But anyway, listeners, if you haven't listened to any of the Bond audiobooks, Toby Stevens um, has done a few of them, so go out and listen to those. A lot of the audiobooks do have, like, multiple versions. For example, Casino Royale has a version with Rufus Sewell as well. Mm, yeah, it does. He's got uh, quite good Bond. I'll listen to that one. Apparently Bob Holness has played Bond in an audio form. Yeah, in a um, radio play, I believe. 
I do believe it's possible that Roger Moore did watch blockbusters to prepare. <laughs> so I'll have a so how I'll have a pee please Bob. And thought, there's the level of humour I've got to aim for. Well, yeah, well, I, 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 I think that's probably what he got confused with before. Like, would you watch, uh, can you just research the original uh, uh, Bond that day? And sure, he found Bob Holden and watched his work. Yeah. Thought, right, well, that's the character. Yeah. Oh, twisty room. Um, right the old switcheroo. She was right under your nose, was she? Really? Because. We don't care. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, she was under your she was under your heaving, sweaty body, actually. Because I'm not entirely sure how she would be entirely be informed on Bond's mission, be betrayed. I don't know. Just can one of you guys give me a time check, please? Because I'm getting a lot of skipping on my version. Oh, you get a skippy, skipperoo. Uh, okay. Well, it's sticking actually, rather than uh, skipping. All right. Okay. But I can't really take it out and clean it. I'm on got... one hour and twenty nine minutes, twenty eight seconds. Yep, same. So that means I've got another forty odd minutes of this to go. Ugh. Yeah, I think I'm going to have a skipping problem from now on. To be honest, but oh well. Oh well. What the hell? The film's shite anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Right, I've, I've gone back to like one thirty something. Hang on, see if it plays from there. Okay. okay, I had to skip forward in order to skip back. Can you give me another time check? Sorry to be a pain. Yeah, no, it would just literally come into one thirty now. One thirty okay. now. All right. Yep. Yeah, I want I two. Yep. Yeah, he's uh, um, about yeah, Zal's just punch bond. How's that for a punchline? How's that for a punchline? Bloody hell! Terrible, Zal. Tell me when you're at twenty nine and I'll hit play. One oh, one thirty oh. twenty nine. Oh, we've gone, yeah. gone past that. 130, 29. One, yeah, minute, I'm, I'm, I'm on one hour 30 and 31 30 seconds. Oh, sorry, yeah. Uh, 26, 26, 26, 27, 27, 28, 28, 29. Right, okay. that's close enough. Oh, Bond's running. Didn't really quietly. Yeah. Why does he say going quietly? I don't understand. That was handy. He didn't remove that before, did it? You know, jinxes. Isn't that basically what um, Michelle Yeoh did in the first one? And um, sorry, in... what in Doctor No? She was quite young. <laughs> um... No, no, in um, in Tomorrow Never Dies, she kind of like just you know just kind of just ran down the side of a building. Yeah, because that's what we want. We see Halle Berry. Plenty of reminders so, of a better like, actress, better martial arts, better agent. All of it's pointless slow mo. It's just all of the slow mo in this rather. And the car sequence is a load of fucking bollocks. It's a great idea, just ruined by a director who's going, look at this, look at this, look at this. I think he, think he just got overexcited about them working on a, like, on, a, on a production on this level. And just like, oh, wow, and just... I don't know. I, I don't know what was going on on Ooh. the set and in the back room because there might have been conversations where they were worried about keeping up with the times, and he was like, well, what you got to do is realise that films now have got CG and da-da-da-da-da. You know, you don't know whose decision this was, but he is the director, and most of the things in this film that annoy me are, for want of a better way to put it, poor artistic direction. And it's like, well, 
if you had literally this script, but something that didn't look fake and shit, and better acting and no, um, you know, no poor CG, and no silly whip pans and slow motion, it would still be a bad film, but it wouldn't be as, like, eye-scorchingly shit. It wouldn't be as bad if it had, like, uh, like a sense of, like, of, like, joy. Oh, what the fuck, let's have a good time anyway. Kind of, kind of vibe. This is the worst CGI in the whole movie. The scene coming up. <laughs> oh, I, my I, God. I, I did generally think, how the fuck is Bond going to make gonna get out of this one? It was, like, when I was thinking, like, oh. he's in a bit of a sticky situation. I'd, like, literally, I'm, like, do not know. Oh, um, my God, that is terrible. Oh, what he's going to do is oh, scan that, himself oh, that into a computer. That was terrible, wasn't it? That was oh. embarrassingly bad. And the one thing that slightly redeemed it, I thought, and I've since found out I'm wrong, that when he landed after this stupid kite-surfing bollocks and flexed his shoulder, I thought that's a nice callback to the last film where he was injured. It's the other shoulder. Oh, do your research. Well, I just did, which is why I told you it was a different shoulder. No, no, I'm joking. (laughs) I'm joking, don't worry. I can research it more and say it's really the wrong shoulder. (laughs) <laughs> well done, thank you. Yeah, that's a level of research. I it's not just the wrong shoulder; it's really wrong. <laughs> it's it's the other wrong one. to the whole really power wrong. of one whole shoulder. It's so wrong; it's the entirely different shoulder. Oh. You know, they should have kept him out of the service for a long. Oh. This this film should have, oh. this film should have ended like uh, Skyfall. Like half an hour him ago. In, him in end's office with pleasure, ma'am, with pleasure. You know, back in the service, ready to go again. You know, Bond's existence has been sort of questioned through the film, but we move on to the next decade, you know, with him like reaffirmed. But well, no, he was, out, he was out of the service for five minutes, and then he, came stra- then he came straight back into the service to dance around on a fucking Windows desktop. <laughs> Windows desktop. <laughs> it oh is going to be Windows that, desktop. Oh, that looks re- oh, God. That is pretty fake, doesn't it? I appreciate all the craftsmanship looked- and, you know, the. It just looks unfinished. Oh, is it? Yeah, it just really poor CGI. Yeah. What made me laugh at it isn't on the Blu-ray. You go to the Blu-ray now, there's still commentaries, but most of the extras have been taken off. But back when they re- re- released the DVD, there was a whole fucking extra on how proud they were of this that sequence and how they made it. <laughs> and I'm just thinking yeah. that would play like complete parody now, wouldn't it? It would be like be... someone talking about their amazing artwork and when it cuts to it, it's some shitty stick figure written in shit. <laughs> it might be on the DVD, you know. It might be on the Blu-ray, I think. It's not. Is it uh, not? Look, okay. It's not, no. Oh, that's uh, a shame. Yeah. I wonder why There's it's nothing on the Blu-ray. They look completely embarrassed by this film now. You used to have, like, Bond Girls Are Forever and all sorts on the DVD, yeah. another day DVD. Yeah. And it's like they've just put the film out because they know it's not very good. I cannot think of another example where you've had the highest grossing film in the series then replaced your Bond. You know, this this film was the highest grossing to its time, did really well, and everyone goes on about Bourne and they're right because it changed what people expected, but this grossed over twice as much as Bourne Worldwide, the first Bourne film. And yet, we take four years to come back, we got a different Bond, different tone, different everything. I mean, a film has got to be really bad that it can be an unprecedented success 
and the producers still go, "We're not fucking doing that again." Yeah, it's. I think it's well. It's, it had a really large like negative. It, it did really well, but there was like, well, everyone, everyone, including fans, went just said, "No, we want a better film next time, please." It's a strange one because if you go and look at the Rotten Tomatoes, which doesn't mean mean as much from back then because it's a much smaller number of reviews. It's a smaller sample, but this one's on about fifty nine percent, which is a way too high, but also, but it's also higher than The World Is Not Enough and Tomorrow Never Dies. Only GoldenEye has a higher Rotten Tomatoes rating. And yet, that isn't like the critics loved it and we think different now. It was It's universally always been thought to be one of the worst films in the series. And yet, bizarrely, the numbers don't represent that. Hmm. But I think it's an utter joke. I really do. I think it's, it's appalling. But at least it's the sort of thing where you could imagine a bit like Rocky Horror, people going along and like talking out loud to the silly lines in this. Mm. I think, I think I, I, I don't know, maybe it was just everyone just wanted something fun and it was just, it, it hit the spot. I, I, I say fun and you kind of go, oh, really, Chris? But, but, what Tony, <laughs> but what Tony are you going for, Chris? Because I get that point, and I get why there's a place for like the Moonrakers of the series, like it or hate them. But this film starts with torture. I know. I know. It's all over the place. But you end Tony, with, it's a mess. But you end with Ice Palace and one, and one punny one-liners and... More slow-mo. Yeah. And Zhao is meant to look a bit and, intimidating, at least. And the, the torture stuff isn't really, like... Delivered it hard, is it? It's not really like uh, no, it's too not. Much. But no, but it's a dark area to go to, as an idea. Mm. And I mean, like it's it, it, it's barely like the scene in Casino Royale, which is generally painful to watch. Yeah, especially for us, man, because we like know exactly. But what it happens. feels real. <laughs> That's the thing. Yeah, yeah. Forget how much you internalize it and feel the pain yourself. I imagine most of us you know, switch that bit off, really. But he looks genuinely bloody, genuinely bruised, genuinely hurt, genuinely being hit. Mm. And it, it's just night and day after this film. And whilst I'm not the biggest Ian Fleming fan as a man or, or a writer in a lot of ways, although I like some of the books a lot, can you imagine him watching this? Uh, the, here's your character. Rolling in his grave. One of the reasons I don't like Octopussy, that's not fucking James Bond in any way, shape or form. But no. this has, I mean, look at the, you know, the shots of like an ice palace being melted while an invisible car drives around. <laughs> it's like, really? Ian Fleming would get that, would he? <laughs> mm. There's you elements know. of Fleming in there somewhere, but... Mm. But, you know, we're not that far away from um, Casino Royale in the other direction. And this is only 15 years, which is not a lifetime. Well, it's only 12, uh, 13 years after License to Kill. You know, this series didn't produce this as a matter of course. Is it bad that I actually find this car scene actually quite boring? Well, I'm not... It's not, quite a dull chase scene. Well, not, not boring, but you just kind of like, you just go, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, you don't get a kind of go like, oh, wow, this is, that bit's really good. It's just like, yeah, he's just firing rockets. 
Bond's like dodging them. They're spinning around on the ice. Repeat. It's like, oh no, you're like, you're gonna drown. It's not like the place is like made of ice and melting, so you can break through it easy. Yeah, I was gonna say, it's like, <laughs> I'm stuck in this room that's gonna melt in a minute. <laughs> uh, and it's melting from the top anyway, so it'll probably give me the roof out straight away. Yeah. It's fucking rubbish. I, I, might, as well just wait. I, might, I might as well wait and swim out. <laughs> Mm. and we really care because like he met her and shagged her and then shagged someone else and then had some poor dialogue and that's it <laughs> I mean we, we really invested in the Jinx character at this point I hope she comes back with a chain smoking boss <laughs> in her own series of films well we, are, we have waited for how, how long is it now like over uh, well, this 14 years ago at the time of recording god Still think that's a beautiful car. Can Not that I'm into cars, but the Aston Martin's lovely. But can, can, you, can you imagine if they brought that? Like, it literally saw something just announced. Uh, yeah, Halle Berry, Halle Berry turns like fifty in the next couple of months, which I've got no older, older action stars, but Hollywood wouldn't do that. I don't think. She doesn't look it though, for sure. No, no, she doesn't at all. She been in anything recently? I don't think she has. Well, I can't remember her being in anything particular. I don't know actually. Not, not that I keep track of Ivo's, you know, acting career. But the only thing I remember seeing, uh, remember her for being in, is uh, the last X Men film. It's in the last stand. Let's see. What is it? The IMDb.com. What does that say? <laughs> Clever Bond. So what, is he, gonna, what is he going to like sort of just ram Bond when he's... Oh yeah, it is a future past. Oh, she's in the Kingsman follow-up coming soon. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. I did hear that, actually. Yes, I did. Oh, really? So is... Uh, she's done Cloud Atlas, sorry. The Core, Movie 43. Oh, dear. Perhaps you'll finish with an amazing anal sex joke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hope it does just to piss people off. Just to piss them off. What I would love then, it gives you an opportunity to ask her about it in press and promotion. <laughs> so, Hallie, have, have you ever had annual sex yourself? Uh, I, like how, oh. I like how casually he just kills him after like being like oh. a... A gruesome death. I would that be the nod to Goldeneye, maybe? I don't know. I thought it was kind of lame, really, there. Well, I'm going to drop a chandelier on you. Lots of diamonds in the face. <laughs> She's drowning. No. Poor Hallie. Yeah. I'm worried. <laughs> hurry, Bond, hurry. Because I but Bond's in love with her, we know. <laughs> it's personal now. Have, it's, it's personal, personal now. now. <laughs> oh, she gave face. me her fruit. <laughs> you swine. <laughs> you swine. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, Bond. Yeah, you know it's like a big jacuzzi you uh, spotted before. That's going to come in useful. Here it is. You won't. Can you get? 
Die, yeah. you won't... Don't, burn to death. Don't give up on me. That's most horribly um, slow down. You never gave up on anything. Don't give up now. <laughs> Keep going. Keep going. Think of all the good times we had. <laughs> when we, you know, we, when we talked about sex on the beach, ate some fruit and uh, had a drink. Drank some mojitos. Talked about feasting. Oh, not long. Oh, not long. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, it took you so long. Bloody hell. She nearly died. I love the argument. Come on, it's warm in here. <laughs> but much. Well, no, it's just that's not a joke. It's just that's dialogue. Like you're dying because you've drowned, and the person trying to revive you puts forward the argument that come on, it's warm, and you spring back to life because of the logic of their argument. <laughs> Robinson doesn't get much to do in this film, does he? He doesn't get much to do generally. Generally at all. I think he has more to do much more in dies than all of his films put together. Mm-hmm. But a shame um, Tanner is not is he? No. He kind of gave up on Tanner, sadly. I think Luckily, they brought him back for Daniel Craig's era. Mm. Though he's still not really done much with his... I life. think this film needs a really shit CG plane sequence to finish it off. <laughs> <laughs> You're in luck, Dave. You're in luck. I'd also like to have a wo- two women with cleavages having a fight with poor dialogue. <laughs> And if, they cram, and if they can cram in something that would remind me of one of the piss-poor Robocop sequels, all the better. <laughs> I'd also like a script that has a poor understanding of what gravity means. <laughs> <laughs> Your dreams will come true. <laughs> <laughs> I still don't get why Michael Madsen's in this movie. It's so pointless. He's, uh, such a, he's, he's better than this. Is he? Well, in Quentin Tarantino <laughs> movies, he is. Well, I don't know. I f- he, he's better than he is he's in most things. A paycheck. But he's just expecting a paycheck. He's, he's, he's better than he... He's, he's only ever alright in Tarantino films. He's only good in Reservoir Dogs, but I, I, I struggle to, to think of a time he's ever achieved a good I actively... Actor. Really? Sorry, go on, Dave. No. No. Well, I actually don't really like him in any of the other Tarantino films he's been in. I don't really like him in Kill Bill. I think some of that actually is for once poor, poor Tarantino dialogue. You know, when he goes to bury the bride, wakey, wakey, eggs and bakey, shit line, really bad. I, um, it, it, it's funny. I always say that as well. Wakey, 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 eggs and bakey. I don't know why, but it just sticks. I think it, it's just a, it's just a saying, isn't it? It, it, just, it just sticks with me. For I, I, I don't, I don't understand. It doesn't make sense to me, but it, it, it does, it does stick with me. For whatever reason, but um, I, don't, I kind of liked his character. I, I, I kind of wanted it to be a bit more of a badass, but it turns out he was a bit of a just a bit. I think it was more... That fitted tropes we saw in Tomorrow Never Dies. And he didn't make any impact in The Hateful Eight either. Yeah. And that's, and no, he didn't and, really. And that's, that's no. it. He just was like, I'm just sitting here mm. writing something. Yeah, he didn't do very much. It was a small role. I know all of that. But I just think, like, there are other actors who could have imbued that with something. Um, well, I'm not the big, I'm just not the biggest fan of his. Um, 
and it 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 jars slightly now because um, we know this didn't create another series, and we know it was, but we know it was designed to. So it feels like they're using the 40th anniversary of one of the biggest series we've ever had. I know there are bigger, but it's still, you know, it's still cinematic history. There's been decades of this. And they're using this as a backdoor pilot. I don't know. I reckon they just like would want to just make. I, I don't know because Harry Bell is a star. It was just like an idea. It's like, oh no, well, if this does, if she, she, if her character goes down well, why don't we make, make her own spin-off series? You know. I mean, to be honest, I'd be a lot more intrigued to see a Waylin spin-off series, but... That'd be amazing. Well, that would have been amazing. Yeah, I'd much rather see that than Dink spin-off. But, they talked about it briefly. But you know, then, these things get mentioned every now and again. See, Bond for all his gadgets and he's got his guitars out. Useless. But then again, it's like, well, you know, it's just me, Michelle Yeoh in an action film. So, that's pretty much what you get. I mean, I get that from uh, Police Story 3, so... <laughs> Which is amazing, by the way, for those who haven't seen it. Are we going to do the uh, the Jack Channel Police Story movies or anything like that? Do you reckon on the podcast? We could do Police could, Story because there are a few. Could we work it in? We got. We could do the. There are a few Police Story like films out there, and it, it was kind of rebooted as well. We could work it into a world cinema section, maybe. Yes. Why not? Why not? For those Jackie Chan fans out there. There's all those sports cars that we saw at the beginning. There are... Uh, all these things are on the table. I mean, we know what the next couple are. We know... We know. We don't know the running order yet, but we know next year we're going to do Superman. Uh, I can't think what else we're doing this year. We do... We're, next year we've got a few ideas. Yeah, we're going to have to kind of lock down what we're going to do because we, we, we're, we're tending to go like long series followed by short series followed by long series following which, the format. Which suggests to me that we should finish Star Trek. When we finish Star Trek, we should do Superman mm. because yeah, we keep talking sense. about it. Um, but then I'm, then I'm not quite sure what. I don't know if we go Tarantino or what, but we'll figure it out. We'll have it locked by the end of this year. We'll, 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 you know, we'll, we'll always try and have a couple ahead in mind. Yeah. A general plan, you know. Before we get well, to... I think that I think that's maybe three, three to be honest, because I think it would probably go um, indie Star Trek Superman, but no idea what after that. But I know at some point Pro- probably we'll all about... the westerns, probably. all the westerns, yeah. Every western that, that'll only take us, I don't know, seven or eight years. No. And I'd like to do Hitchcock at some point. I want to do um, some Hitchcock, definitely. The only thing with Hitchcock is I don't know how much to do in one go. No, I think I think we'll. we'll I don't pick. know. I don't know if our listeners really we'll want to listen to sixteen weeks of Hitchcock in a oh, row. God, for no. So I don't know if we, you know, do them three or four at a time. I don't, yeah, I just we cherry don't. pick. I think so there's, quite, um, there's quite a lot there. But yeah, I'd like there's loads I want to do. I, I'm doing. Um, I would um, like to do. Uh, I definitely would like to do Hitchcock. I definitely would like to do um, Marvel at some point. Definitely. The only problem, the, yeah, again, it was, yeah, sure. Yeah. The problem with Marvel is because they, they bring out films at such a high rate, it'll be like 
you know, catch up time. Because it's because if we do the Marvel series, there'll come a point where we have to like, okay, well, what about the films that have been out since we finished? Um, do it like a lot like with the Bond series. Do we just kind of like stop what stop? Yeah. What we're doing and then go like oh. yeah. You just do you just do it as a fill in. It's as simple yeah. as that. Next week we take a short break. We're gonna catch up. Oh okay, there you are, folks. Yeah, I don't think that's a problem. I mean, we're certainly not going to revisit rankings and stuff if we're yeah. still doing this when the next Bond film comes out. It'll be a one off. Yeah. Um, and it will go with you know if you keep these or anything, stick it with you you know the Bond series or whatever. But the Marvel the Marvel films are two a year. Yeah. They are going to become three a year. Well, we record every week, bar a few. There's always the odd week we can't. So on average. We're probably going to go through forty to forty-five a year. I don't think it's too much of an ask to do three that are Marvel in that time. Well, um, I, I, I'm, I'm, I was thinking about Marvel, the Marvel films, and I kind of think of them the same way I think of Bond. I, I can't like relate them to other films other than their own kind of context because they're just too related to each other. If you know what I mean. Say that again, buddy. I think of Marvel films in the same way as I think of the uh, the Bond franchise, in terms of I can't relate them to as like I can't like say watch like Avengers: Age of Ultron or Captain America: Civil War and compare it to like any standalone film. No, it's like, no yeah, it's just like it's their own thing. They do stand alone, uh, in as much as you can just turn up and watch them because I know people who have. I was talking to somebody not very long ago who, well, today in fact, who didn't know that Marvel, and why would they know, that Marvel Studios was separate from something else done by Marvel. So they didn't realise that like X-Men and Iron Man, for example, are done by different people. So Iron Man and Thor are in the same universe, but to this point, Iron Man and Spider-Man weren't. Mm -hmm. Um, And why would they know that? Oh, that's a killer um, punch there. And they're still able to watch the, the episodes and enjoy them. So I think we can go through Marvel, but as it's a connected universe, I think we ought to do them. And Marvel is the sort of series that I think people would enjoy, so I don't mind. If, it, if it's 16 films by then, I don't think we're going to lose people talking about them. How many films are we on now? Um, is it 13. 13? Yeah. So like 14 uh, Civil in War was filmed. So 14 by the time we get to Doctor Strange. I don't know if there's two or three next year. We would have to include the new Spider-Man film in that. Yeah. Um, next... So let's say that, let's say there's three next year. If we got to them next year, that means seventeen films what's by the out, end of What's the year. out next year then? Is it is it Guardians? Uh, next year is Guardians two, Spider-Man, and Black Panther. Thor Ragnarok. Oh, that's oh it could be, but no, no, it could oh, be. Oh yeah, Thor's cool. No, 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 it's no, yeah, 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 well. yeah. It's for Ragnarok. I think it's Black Panther early the okay. following year. Then it's straight to um, Avengers. Um, what's it? Infinity Wars Part One, and then we get uh, Ant Man and, and the Wasp, which should be yeah. interesting because you got like. Uh, but you, assuming with part one, it's going to end like it's going to end in kind of a cliffhanger. But if they're having like a um, like it's a, a film in between that, I would have thought that it it won't be as 
and I'm kind of glad, and I'm, I'm kind of hoping it is. I'm um, that it's not like going to be like a a proper a proper cliffhanger. It's going to be like it's going to stand alone. It's going to be stand alone as uh, as its own film with like a like a like, like and just carry on like it, like it always does with like oh and a lo- there's still a looming threat. There's something that's not being tied up, but mm. like the film as itself is like. It's its own standalone story. It's not like it's in two parts, literally, you know. Um, Kevin Feige, because one of the complaints when we do get to Marvel, one of the complaints I'll have in Phase One is how cheap the films look, or some of them look anyway, or parts of the film look, and you can tell they're penny pinching, and that you know they're replacing actors early on over salary rows and things like that. Well, Kevin Feige, who's like the showrunner for the Marvel Cinematic Universe, basically now reports to Alan Horn, who I believe is the Disney chief executive. Before that, he um, reported to someone senior at Marvel who was deeply penny-pinching, and it all came to a head during Civil War. So we could find Marvel um, loosening its belt a little bit now and actually spending proper money. Um, But I think what they've done is marvellous. Pardon the pun. But the, the, the films, the films some of them are average, most of them are decent, very few of them are terrible, and what they're doing at the moment is, is wonderful. I'm, I was just like staring at Rossman's Pike's chest thinking, can I see your nipples through that? <laughs> I don't know if it's just me being like a pervy old guy, but... Yeah, just a perf, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> explosions, explosions. Let's blow shit up. It's going to fly straight into that a laser. One, that was one fake looking plane. <laughs> That's awful. Yeah. Speaking of Marvel, is I do Jones. respect the I do respect at least the idea that they've tried to do something different than a lair. Sorry, what were you saying about Marvel, Chris? Uh, speaking of Marvel, is Toby Stevens dressed as Iron Man? Hmm. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and we didn't we didn't know it was that shocking. Uh, sorry, sorry, that was a bad pun. Shocking electricity power he's got now. This is a laser. Yeah, this is a laser. In um, space, right? And the Americans are sat watching this. Fucking shoot the thing down. Yeah. They no, hit we'll... nothing. No, no. Let's get this middle-aged guy on a fucking plane. Well, to they, sort they, they, they did try. <laughs> they, 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 they shot a missile and they could shot it down. I mean, that's a, it's a, meant to be a thing that oh. they, they can fire whatever they want it is. But you know, Icarus will detect it before it comes up and, and shoot it down. So he's basically terminated now. Oh, I hate this fight. Oh, slow-mo. More slow-mo. Why? Bloody hell. Like, right, 40th anniversary, let's get all the slow-mo in. Yeah, because, you know... Well, they, they shot 23 minutes of footage. And they, thought, and they said... <laughs> it's more slow-mo. How, how long's an average Bond film? Uh, two hours. Even more slow-mo. What oh, the hell? Shit. I slow, slow it down a bit. Oh, yeah. look at that. The art of war. Well, what it was is like Boston was getting old and starting to get a bit slow, so uh, 
They, they, they slowed everyone down and left <laughs> it with the sensitive. Yep. I'm going to move. Halle Berry has a good line. To be honest, watching um, watching uh, Rosamund Pike's behaviour in this film, I think Ben Affleck Bitch. got what he was asking. I think Ben Affleck got what was coming to him marrying her. <laughs> after this, I mean, you know, she turns and out to be a girl. bit of a twat and gone girl, and it's like, well, what did you expect? She was really good in that movie. I mean, she's crazy, but she's really good in that movie. Do you know when I first watched it, I slagged off her performance, and then I watched it again and thought, what the fuck was I thinking? She was she's brilliant. marvelous. Read the book Some... as well; it's really good. Yeah, yeah. Like, the thing is, though, you like you start off the film thinking she's really kind of like really uh, robotic and and boring and lifeless. You think. Fucking hell! But then, but when the film actually, when the film like halfway through reveals itself, you kind of go like, "Fuck me!" And and you, yeah, the, and, yeah. Then you realise how nuanced the then, was. And then you re- then you realise there's a re- the the reason of there's why a reason for it. she yeah. is like that. You know, that it's like it makes sense. Yeah. You know, so it's really clever. But I, 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 I do I did lo- I did love Gone Girl. I thought it was absolutely fucking bonkers, and that's why. Yeah, mental, but very good. I, I tend to I tend to like films that are kind of bonkers and mental. They just kind of like the whole idea. Well, that's, that was a bit different. That kind of went for something. Yeah, they sort of mess you up, don't they, a little bit? Well, not mess you up, but mess with your mind a little bit. So. Make you think differently. Yeah, well, just something just was just like was just a bit risky and different. You know, it's just like oh well, good on you for going yeah for, for trying. It. Yeah. Time to face gravity. Not like gravity. It's like with uh, Black Swan. It's like something. It's like I love that. That's the best. That's the best film Hitchcock never made. <laughs> it is for me. That's, that's how I rate it. That's how I would describe it. Blowout's the third best Bond, uh, the best Hitchcock film he never made. Blowout's the best Bond film, is it? Yeah, yeah. yeah no, I would agree that, dude. Definitely. Yeah, there's kind of like in Black Swan, there's kind of like Jello references and that as well, so. Yeah. Um, but it's just mental. It's just fucking. Bonkers, isn't it? Yeah. But I, but, I, but I like films like just like that. Anyway, uh, back to uh, Bond. Like broke a heart. Broke a heart. Let's all be going down together. Not yet. <laughs> oh, her face when she's in the helicopter is ridiculous. Yeah, it's a bit mental. What was that more slow mo? No. I'm seeing things now. No, it's the film. <laughs> oh dear. I, ju- I just hope uh, Michael Madsen has some cigarettes to try and like help the situation because <laughs> he's really effective yeah I, th- I think you I think you know rest easy day I'm sure he's got cigarettes and there's probably a reference to uh, living daylights yeah obvious reference ethics we have to point them out to you you have school ones you can get for yourself, but the obvious ones will just say, right, here it is. <laughs> oh god, this looks so fake! Oh my god. Yeah, at this point the helicopter would be fucking destroyed. It'd be trashed. Yeah. But then I'm judging it on logic, and I should really do that. <laughs> well, it's on the screen. What more evidence do you need? <laughs> Obviously, logic isn't enough. <laughs> do you know what I'd like to do? If I was in this situation, stressful job, 
I'd like to finish off by um, fucking a woman on finely cut diamonds because I think that'd be really comfortable. <laughs> Your spine would thank you for it in the morning. And the lady would thank me for it now. <laughs> you'll, you'll end up like an arse, like, like Zal's face. <laughs> a sparkling personality. <laughs> And there would be there would be me at some gene therapy kit clinic with a picture of my picture of my ass it is in, as it is now with lots, of, with lots of diamonds in it, and then a picture of some other fellow's ass as it will look eventually, and then a hand over a check, and there's a picture of my ass at this dream sequence thing, and then uh, Bond turns up and squeezes my bag. <laughs> Just think yeah. that one of the cars could have landed and hit her and killed a farmer. It could have killed that cow. I believe in. I hear it's one of my favourite scenes in the film. Is it? Really? <laughs> it's a scene everyone wants, not this one, but you know the scene I'm talking about. Yeah, she, she's literally been given nothing to do in the entire film. She, like, she's played dead. Unless I'm missing, unless I'm forgetting something. She's typing. Oh, Admin's know. important, Chris. She's money, Penny. She's got jobs to do. No, but generally, she, she, she's had no scenes <laughs> other than like. Yeah, you haven't seen. She hasn't done much in this film. She's had a death and a little death. That's <laughs> 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 the best scene in the whole film. Yeah, yeah but. Uh, to be fair, she's not looking particularly great in here because she's with her Anne Robinson haircut. Oh, yeah, Anne Robinson. Oh, dear. But yeah, 40 years. You think, yes, at last. Even if it's not real, they finally get it on. To be honest, if I desired a woman for 40 years, I'm, I'm not quite sure I'd want her by the end of that time. Oh, way to kill the moment. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he should, be, he should be turning up with some lube. <laughs> Oh, you're messy, James. Just tidy that office. <laughs> Look at his face. I was uh, just setting it on. <laughs> it's amazing. Kind of un- unbuttons your blouse for you as well. I know. <laughs> it's hard, isn't it? Good job we programmed in his penis. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I'd, I'd give them metri- I'd give them metric measurements and hope I'd got away with it. See, it's hope, they, hope, hope that they misunderstood and thought that was imperial. It's a shame John Cleese didn't do more. No, it isn't. So this is the uh, you only live twice. Re- can't speak it. You only live twice reference with the music in the background. Yeah, sort of. That we can't hear. <laughs> Sort of. Ish, maybe. Pile of diamonds everywhere. Where, where, yeah, okay. Whose house is that then? Yeah. <laughs> and there's doors open everywhere. Like anyone. That's his hideaway goes, cove. It's not really that hideaway, is it? Don't pull yeah. it out. <laughs> don't pull it out. <laughs> oh, well, like Dave, Dave, what you don't know, there's actually a family tied up in the. Uh, <laughs> in the, in the back, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a dark side of Bond. <laughs> oh, please don't eat my children. Is that particularly erotic, then, a diamond in your belly button? 
Don't yeah. know. I guess so. Don't, don't pull it out yet. We're supposed to be me thinking meant it's cock. Yep. Magic stick. Please, I couldn't even think of like a decent pun to end on. Hey, global warming. It's a terrible thing. <laughs> <laughs> I thought Christmas came twice a year. World famine. Oh Pardon, Chris? Is that <laughs> is that really the right line? At is last, like the film's over. The oh official God. Christmas and the real one? <laughs> oh, once, yeah, sorry, yes. Oh, can't believe I fluffed. I thought Christmas came twice a year. She did! Oh, <laughs> oh well, well, there we are. There's, uh... Here's dying of a day. Um, that's our that's our country. We've been done with it at last. We just uh, apologise, folks. Yeah, we, we yeah we're sorry. You have to make. We're really watch sorry. It. Yeah, <laughs> just, yeah. Sorry. Some people will watch it in order to listen to our commentary. Some people yeah. would just tune in, hoping I said like bugger shit, wank piss, and stuff like that, <laughs> um, which I just did. So hopefully you've had your money's worth. Um, well, apologies for the beginning where they, we have poor connection issues, but. Um, Internet hated us at the beginning of this, so what can you do? Um, when we said poor connection issues, we don't mean we had trouble uniting our unmentionables. What? <laughs> hey, what? Um, so, um... <laughs> I've genuinely thrown him with a sex joke. Brilliant. <laughs> Carry on. Yeah, I don't know why I am now. I'm just like, yeah, yeah. So if you want to listen to more of us, Smut, where can you find us on social media? Well, I'm never smutty, so if you want to listen to some me thinking about, you know, thinking about the world and the human condition, you can follow me at the Pasty Kid 1976 on Twitter. Uh, you can follow me at Simitronics, uh, and you can also uh, go to my website, Simitronics.co.uk, where this podcast and also my other podcast, which I rarely update at the moment, <laughs> but yeah, they are on there, and you can uh, find it on that website. You can follow me at at RVMovies. Movies. But we are also on Twitter at expect us to talk on Facebook.com slash expect us to talk. And we're also on YouTube. Just Google expect us to talk. talk. <laughs> yeah, just, just, just generally. Google, yeah. Generally. Yeah. Uh, and we're on Facebook as well. Oh, yeah. Facebook.com slash expect us to talk. That was it. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, that's it. So, is any, anything you want to end on? Are we, like, as this viewing one, you over, guys? Are you now thinking, yeah, you know what? Dying of a day isn't that bad. It's it's good fun. It's good. It's not perfect, and it's not the ideal 40th anniversary movie, but it's it's a good laugh. And also, um, everything wrong with it. I I do appreciate all the hard work and the craftsmanship that went into it, but it just yeah. nah, it's n- never going to be in the top ten for me. Oh god, the effort they made polishing this turd. <laughs> Quite uh, literally, that they, yeah. they, they threw diamonds at it as well. Well, the next time we commentate on a film will be Spectre. Um, we're going to do sort of a hybrid of sort of commentary and review on that. We'll talk a little bit about it at the start and at the end, and in between we'll commentate on it, because there's not enough there to com- to do a full review on the whole thing. That will be our last commentary. From from here on in, we're going to do the Craig films, another music episode, and a ranking episode. It's rank- ranking, not the other thing. <laughs> Is ranking going to be the last episode we do? No, Spectre will be the last episode. Oh, okay. Because we're not ranking it. So we're going to finish. We're going to rank everything we've seen today, and then we're going to talk about Spectre. And that will be it before we move on to... um, We're going to move on to Indiana Jones. Yay! I look forward to that. I mean, I've loved it. You know, we wanted to do a podcast, and I sort of came along late to it, you know, in terms of this was well in, in the plans before we started, before I was involved. 
but I always wanted to do a podcast and I feel like it's a shame we're getting to the end, but we'll have it. We'll, we'll always have this podcast. It'll always be there on iTunes and um, it'll be great to move on to some other things, but we always saw it as a bomb podcast and it's been lovely to be going through them. And uh, the next time you hear us, we will be on the current James Bond, which I really didn't. That seems to have come round quite quickly, funnily enough, even though we've been at this a good few months. Yeah, I mean, like, when, when did we start? We started uh, just last about, August. Yeah, August last summer. Yeah. yeah, right. Like, I would have, like, how, how crazy this, right? We've been doing this podcast ever since I started college, and now I'm nearly finishing college, and we're still on yeah. one films. Yeah, we are. I mean, we did have a break around sort of November, October. I mean, we probably, but if you took all the weeks out we haven't done, we'd only be eight, ten weeks ahead. Mm. I mean, we would have finished Bond by now, but not by a lot. It was always going to finish late April, early May, even if we'd gone right through. But um, it's not the end of it. We hope you'll stick with us and, and, and sort of uh, join us as we enjoy other series. Uh, I think in some respects, as as much as we've enjoyed this podcast and we're proud of what we've done here i think it might actually freshen stuff up to go on to something else because frankly in my mind our best episodes were sort of around the majesty's diamonds area and it was a much fresher podcast back then because it was all new yeah no i don't know i think i think we i think the the best ones are kind of all unexpected ones if you guys only uh well, I suppose Dying of a Day was always anticipated, but I, I don't know. I, I find sometimes... But your like, Eyes Only would not be high up on the list. I wouldn't have even thought of that being good. And I think, particularly the second hour of it, I don't think it's consistent as, as Diamonds, but the second hour of that show is is, is among the, the best stuff we've done. But um, but we hopefully will continue to do great stuff for, for you. Well, or, or, or if you don't like us, hopefully we'll start to do great stuff. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> If there's any film series that you'd like to see us cover, get in touch. Um, we genuinely will consider it, because we know what the next two or three are, don't we, Becca? But after that... Yeah, we'll, you after know. That we, yeah, we'll, we'll have to have a confab and, and mm. come up with some ideas. But um, yeah, so we've got like Indie and Star Wars coming... Star Wars? Star Trek coming up. And what, what, um, yeah. And what's good about Star Trek? By the time we get to the end of Star Trek, the new Star Trek film would have been out on cinema, so we, would have, we can review yeah, that. Star Trek, Star Trek Beyond will be part of that series. Yeah, so... There will yeah. be music episodes, there will be commentaries. Uh, we don't know how, how many yet, but it will be a very similar type of series to this in that we'll do a certain number of episodes. We'll do a couple of commentaries. We'll do some more episodes. We'll do music and so on. So there'll be a bit of everything and we will be covering Star Trek Beyond. Right. Well, um, Becca, do you want to sign us out as uh, you normally do? So, yeah, expect us to talk. We'll return with Casino Royale. Yeah! Daniel Craig hell. at last. Fucking hell, Dave. <laughs> Sorry, was that a bit bad? <laughs> so, in case you missed that, join us again for Casino Royale. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I hope so. Well, okay, yeah. that's it. <laughs> bye. See you, bye.